And here we are with the boys of the Golden Throne. The Throne! Ah, uh, the throne is hefty today. Slash. It's always hefty. It's always a hefty throne. Girth. <laughs> it's girth ridden. John, have you girth had your laden. morning poop yet? Yeah, it was girth laden. Uh, uh, girth laden? Girth laden morning poops? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we're off to a great start. Great start. <laughs> well, it's it's our mo now, right? Yeah. Well, well considering always. that you like live pooped on air for uh, <laughs> you know radio for Esteban, I guess it is our our mo now. <laughs> I was I, I was talking to Ryan Kimmel. I was just like, uh, I I was expecting you guys to laugh more. He's like, I honestly was stunned at what was happening. I did not realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, I, a deer I, in headlights. I was, I was, I was ashamed listening to that. I was like, "Oh, we were really drunk at that." Oh yeah, it's bad. I was, I was listening. <laughs> no, it was to good. It, it was fun. Good. Well, other than the smell, like, it was great. <laughs> I, I'm, I loved uh, Scott's uh, comment. He's just like that Teo guy. He's just like a big brown bear of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, yeah. His bear, his bear analogies are off the hook. <laughs> he also yeah, exactly. He was expecting bear stories, and instead, yeah. he just met a great Canadian bear. He met, he met a few. Between me and John, he met a few Canadian bears. <laughs> what does that make me? An otter? <laughs> oh, you're totally an otter. <laughs> Otters are cute. Yeah. Otters are they're. They're like the lab dogs of the sea, so that's not a bad thing. <laughs> the lab dogs, the of, lab the sea. dogs of the sea. <laughs> they are. They're so cute. I guess it's true. I just like go around and pick up oysters and just like smash them on rocks. <laughs> on your belly. Yeah. Rest them on my, rest them on my <laughs> yeah. belly. And bring them to yeah, shore. totally. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Okay. Well, let's... yeah. In- introductions. <laughs> we got we got AJ in this corner. We got Tao in another here. corner. Yeah. Woo whoop. I'm John. And then Shorty McShort Shorts. Big old short, short shorts. Well, they're not so big, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of small and um, exposing. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the Imperial Truth for making uh, John's dick famous. Well, I'm more famous. Sure it was it was famous already because I I believe Kimmel quoted like that's John Westhog and I'd recognize it anywhere, which leads me to ask John, have you been making some trips down to Indiana <laughs> without our knowledge? What's going on? Just there? pictures. Well, you you remember that when he he said that he wanted to get pictures. So no, maybe he got a few. I've sent, I've sent him a few <laughs> from my personal stash. Ryan, <laughs> I remember hearing how excited Ryan Kimmel's wife was going to be about this. Oh, I'm just imagining on Ryan's desktop, there's just a picture of like, or like a like a folder labeled John John's hog pics. Oh, <laughs> it's like a and gig- it's so hefty. It's just it's like, like three gigs large. Like the folder it's like- is just bursting at the seams. <laughs> They're like full on like uh, six me- six megabyte pay- files. <laughs> oh god! He makes collages out of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, so Teo, what are we what are we doing this week? Uh well, we've got the what we're kind of doing this episode is we're gonna do a little Landacy update due to some problems. We're gonna talk about what's going on with that. Um, we're gonna talk about all of Unforeseen. our first. 
issues. Yes. Unforeseen issues, yeah. Everything out of our hands. But um, yes. then we're going to talk about our personal hobby progress. Um, it looks like AJ's is more comprehensive than mine, but I, John has written it's nothing. It's girthy. Nope. John's got a lot. It's just all in his it's, it's all in his mind. Yeah. It's all in my noggin. And then uh, we're going to do a start a new a new shame because we had an old shame, but we have a new shame. Which involves... Well, we always have shame, Teo, but it, we're revamping our public we're f- shame. We're fairly shameless <laughs> as a group. No, really? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's a new shame, which is more of a, uh, a broader spectrum of a goal, slashed with punishments. Yes, this is a key factor, which yeah. we've only just decided in the last five minutes. That punishments <laughs> will be had. Yes. Um... To be honest, I bet you the punishments we have to feel will be more punishments for everyone around us. This is also true. It's yes. True. Yes. Probably. <laughs> um, and then we're just going to do uh, an LVO wrap up. So our last episode was us just using the audio. F- <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought I muted that. <laughs> it's it's called a mute button. <laughs> I did just mute that, and it didn't work. I don't know why. The mute can't can't hold you back. <laughs> wow. Okay. So back to we're gonna do. Uh, so last episode was us just using the audio content we got at LVO, and then this one is just our personal like what actually happened in proper yeah, the memory. Debrief. A little debrief, a little wrap up, um, and then we'll just do a closing out of the show. Yeah. All right. Uh, Uber von Testicles. I wish the the viewers right now could see John wiping all of the like fucking snot off of his phone lens after that giant. <laughs> hey, I aimed away. You know the mute doesn't the mute button doesn't stop it from coming out of your nose, right? <laughs> I hit the mute on my on my headset. It didn't do anything. <laughs> Not powerful enough, dude. <laughs> Is that like turning up the volume on the radio to cover up a fart scent smell? <laughs> smell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, lordy. Okay. Uh, All right. We'll, we'll, well. Be, we'll be back with the uh, Lattice update. <laughs> and we are back. Uh, little little Otter AJ is going to give us some little talking to about what's been going on in the world of the Bot GT events. So take it away, AJ. I shouldn't have ever mentioned that Otter thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, we have an update on Lanasy. Um, sadly, as most of the people probably that uh, were planning on coming to the Lanasy know, uh, we just haven't been able to record for a little bit is that Lanasy has sadly been canceled. Um, this is sadly just, um, you know, completely out of our control. We are just an event within the convention itself. And for unforeseen circumstances, um, they had to cancel the event, which is really too bad. Um, you know, not to say that it's not going to come back uh, in future years. And we really, really hope it does because it's an awesome event. And we're all a little bit bummed, as I'm sure... The main organizers are bummed, and everyone is bummed about it. It's not a, not cool, but, uh, you know, life happens. So, but don't be scared. 
because Don't we are be still going to have waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the rivers lakes and that, the you that you used to. <laughs> I know that you're still looking for a 30K event, and we got you because we got the Bocce Team Mini <laughs> happening March 10th, 2018. Victoria it's not BC. the uh, it's not the size that matters. It's how you use it. That's that right. should have been that's the, that's exactly. the tagline for the ju- the Baji <laughs> team. Any <laughs> hashtag size doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. So we we are going to put on um, a one day event. Sadly, it's not going to be a two day event, but we're going to have a one day event in uh, to make up for it. The same weekend, March tenth, uh, that's Saturday in Victoria, BC at C- uh, CDI College. Right, John, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're the yep. the ringleader on this one. Yeah, Saturday. So why don't you uh, tell us a little? Why don't you tell us a little about it? Yeah, so it basically, <clears throat> I mean, we were all pretty bummed about the Lanasy thing. Um, myself, as in it as the the primary event organizer, might have been the most bummed. Um, but uh, we had some interest to maybe go ahead and do something in replace uh, to replace the Lanasy thing. So the Bot GT Mini is essentially a miniaturized kickoff to our own um, independent event series that we've been planning for a long time. Fuck yes. um, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's uh, it's not going to be a two-day event like the Lanasy event, and it will definitely be slightly more streamlined and uh, stripped down, but it will be fun nonetheless. It'll be lots of cool dudes looking for dudes. <clears throat> um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a really good way to uh, start off the independent series with something a little bit smaller and more bite-sized uh, one-day thing, so it's not quite uh, as, as much of a commitment for people coming down and stuff like that, and uh, just with, with the less, less notice of the, of the switch-up. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. There's definitely uh, a lot of things that we're going into Lanasy, uh, are going to be going into Lanasy, coming to the Bot GT Mini. Um, and the stuff that isn't is being expanded upon for our next big event, which we can talk about later. Yes. Well, like for, for the mini, so it's still, what, 3,000 points, right? Yeah, it's 3,000 points. <clears throat> it's 3,000 points um, up to three lists, uh, assuming that you can um, – or you you have to remain the same faction within those lists, i.e., uh, traitor or or loyalist. But yeah, you have the the three list um, limit, and also uh, is a zone mortalis portion. So you also have to bring an attacker and a defender list for zone mortalis, because because we will have at least one zone mortalis table there. Uh, that should be uh, going going hard. And uh, yeah, yeah, basically, basically, if you show up, the plan is right now. If you show up, there's going to be door prizes, uh, and if you, pretty much, if you show up, you're, you're going to get something. So that's the current plan for prizes. So that's pretty Nothing awesome. Nothing more than just feasting your eyes on on your thighs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as it is right now, you will literally uh, the, the tickets are twenty five dollars. You will you will actually get your prize will be worth more than most likely more than what uh, the ticket ticket was so that's that's pretty cool um yeah so that's awesome and i i think like big applause to to you and and shout out to fucking fill her up uh for like mm-hmm. yeah totally jumping Phil on this like great. as soon as this cancellation happened like i think it was what like 
less than 48 hours and we had yeah we, we were all talking about it for that entire time. oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is great, it was it, like it really shows it shows that we've like that the community is super strong and everyone was like, Well well screw it, just because this is a rally yeah. doesn't mean that we can't do something ourselves. So I well, I think it Phil awesome. Phil has facilitated the location and that is super awesome and super important because basically it's not gonna cost us anything to actually like run the event. So not only does that mean that everything goes at a prize support it also just means that um, there's less risk. Like the, you know, the problem would be uh, with with actually having to find a place to rent with with that little notice, and obviously it's going to be a slightly slightly t smaller turnout. It was going to be pretty hard. We were looking. It's like, I don't know where we can rent to to have like you know 15 or 20 people show up for an event. So, um, yeah, it, uh, thanks to Phil for that, and uh, thanks to Eric for uh, helping out too behind the scenes. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good event. I hope um, I hope to see uh, everyone out there. Besides behind the scenes, Eric. <laughs> Was that behind the scenes, Eric? He's Making like the, his gifts. He's like the stage Talk manager. Gifts. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I believe, I, like, someone's got to hang the the no Julian sign outside the door, right? I love that. With well, actually, we should just print out, dude. We should just print out a giant blown up picture of Julian's face and just like put an X through it. <laughs> <laughs> or you could also like not even oh, write Watchy yeah. T Mini on on like posts if you needed to like guide people through the school to get to where the event is. Just pictures of Julian's face. Just pictures of Julian's face. And then like the final one. It, <laughs> <laughs> the final one is the one with the burrito on his. Oh no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sad burrito. <laughs> the burrito marks marks the spot. I love exactly. how Eric's like you... is a is a fairway market catering this event again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's awesome. So, yeah, there's we do have a, an event page on the Bot Facebook um, Facebook page. So, if anyone is interested that doesn't already know about the event and they want to make it over to Victoria for March tenth, two thousand eighteen, uh, head that way and talk to Big John, and uh, hopefully, we can get a few more people in. Like having, you know, more people that join, more price support, basically. So yep. that's whoop, whoop, whoop. good for everyone. <clears throat> yep. Totally. All right. So the next. Oh, game. and I just one more thing I want to say before we end that is uh, thanks to Everything Games for uh, for donating uh, the price oh, yeah. support for giving, giving us a good. Uh, they've been hooking us up. Shout out to Everything Games. They just started their own podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, it hurts seeing that. We'll have to get them and, on, we'll um, have to go on their show, or they'll come on our show as a little "Hey there, hi there, ho there." Oh yeah, Is that what we're calling it now. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey there, hi oh, there, yeah. ho there. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> and um, also, uh, BC Shavers hooked us up as well, which is awesome. That's right. Awesome. They're, they're, they're Shavers. Great local, great local shop that pretty much has everything for uh, hobby stuff. Yeah, they and for all your shaving needs. Yeah. And your shaving needs, yeah, it's like it's actually quite useful. Yeah. Oh, be it prepared. Is, uh, oh, that's got to be one of the shames, is uh, if you fail it, you've got to have your legs not. shaved. Absolutely not. Don't even look. No. Wait, what? You need to have what oh, shaved? Your legs like much. clean shaven. Oh, oh, I'll just shave my legs. Oh, that's my fine. <laughs> if you were talking about my face, that'd be like. Oh no no no. no. Yeah. No. Hashtag beard life. 
Maybe <laughs> maybe if it was after post wedding, then maybe. <laughs> like for a dirty porno stash or something like that at the event. Oh, that, would be, shit. that would be good. I like it. Um all right, so Otter porn. Drum roll here. We got a big announcement of our first major event, two day event, the Bot GT thirty what flush event? Oh, we're it's losing here. We're losing here. Say that again. Say that all again because we definitely. It was my drumming. I messed it up with my <laughs> drum roll. It was. Um, so announcing our first major two-day event, uh, which is going to be the 53rd annual Royal Flush event. It's going to be a two-day narrative event happening September 8th through 9th um, at in Victoria, BC, at the Legion, and we're going to have a bartender. We're gonna have. We're looking to have 30 people. So we're we're looking at people on the island, obviously our local community, but also reaching out across the pond to and our little pond, to <laughs> Vancouver and the surrounding area, as well as Seattle. We already have this a event, lot of interest. Uh, this event has been up. This event has been up for like two days, and there's already 16 people planning to come. Yeah. So this yeah. is gonna be big. It's amazing. <laughs> So we're gonna have we're gonna do uh, have a little twist. So all of the things that we were that John and and Eric and we were like looking at really making uh, the Lanasy event kind of our next, you know, the next stage in our event hosting uh, with Bot GT. But uh, all those things for a one day event we can't really do. So we're rolling all that stuff in. So we're gonna have points of interest. We're gonna have really cool character progressions and dreadnought progression tables. We are going to, it's going to be a three thought. We're going to have multiple different lists and different tables available. So there's going to be a zone mortalis table, which is going to be a 1500 point table. We're going to, it looks like we'll have three of those. We're going to have two to four centurion tables, which are going to be 2000 points. And then we're also going to have our regular OG tables of 3000 points. Um, so you, you can bring up to three separate lists for each one of those categories. Uh, so nine lists total, all of them, if you want to, you, not saying you have to. Um, but if, you know, that way, if you, let's say, like Phil wants to bring his knights, and Phil, you better bring your knights, because I, I want another showdown with you. But uh, if, you know, if someone is bringing an army like that not all armies can are ready for that if you got like a mass infantry and maybe not a lot of heavy support so you can you can make a whole bunch of different lists to combat different kinds of armies and also feel like you're not stuck to one list for the entire weekend so it's going to be awesome we're going to have a bartender for all of saturday uh we're going to cut the bartender off on sunday so people can leave home. on sunday and get home <laughs> nice and safe uh, the event is going to end um, early on on Sunday so that people, if you're in Seattle, you don't have to worry about taking the Monday off to uh, get up here mm -hmm. for the event. And you can also take the Clipper up on the Friday night, get here, spend the night. We're going to have a social event on Saturday night, go out for dinner and some drinks after the event. Um, oh, yeah. The, so it's all about we, what we really want to do is it's build our communities it's not just about gaming it's about meeting meeting cool dudes and uh and really expanding the gaming groups uh which is you know our big goal of 2018 
And um, the other cool thing, and we're going to get all into this, and in, we're going to do an episode with a lot more detail probably next episode. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing we wanted to announce is we are going to do a flea market at the event. So the idea behind the flea market is everyone has, you know, boxes under their beds, uh, all of bits of models they're not using that they've never painted or old bits of army they, you know, just have lying around that they don't use. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to have a whole bunch of tables set up and you can come and bring whatever you want, gaming related, you know, no no big, uh, you know, just, let's keep it gaming. You're not bringing microwaves and old TVs. And, uh, and basically what we'll do is supply you with like a little card that you you got to figure out how much you want to sell the your individual items. And you just put, you basically have a little area for you. If you want to sell some stuff, we'll put down some tape to mark off the different tables of whose stuff is what and put stuff down there. And it will just be basically write your name and how much you're looking for for each thing and leave it on the table and people throughout the weekend can kind of browse and if there's something that you see on a table that you like you just go and you know shout out their name maybe not during a game but during breaks and work out some deals and hopefully you can offload some stuff or pick some stuff up that you're looking for and uh you know i Basically, I got the idea when the last time that you two were at my house and we started pulling out boxes and, <laughs> of my stuff, and both of you were just like, "Ooh, what do you got in there?" Like, Ooh. I'm like, "Oh yeah, you guys could take some of this stuff." So, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be uh, a really cool opportunity for people to uh, either, you know, get rid of some stuff or you know, add some stuff to their collection, maybe some bits or whatever that you're looking for. So, really excited for doing that. I remember when GW used to do that you could basically come down and sell stuff and they frown upon that now <laughs> so all transactions must be held outside outside stores so i really uh think this is going to be a cool thing to uh add to our event series and we'll see it's like aj is entering the warp <laughs> just lost him in the warp can you hear me now Yes. Okay. Yes. I I'm a little disappointed I won't be back there for the the mini, but hopefully I will come via Prang digital <laughs> style from <laughs> an iPad to stuff. Tiny treads. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I'm super stoked for this event. We are gonna put our all into this. We're already contacting people for. Uh, it's we're really gonna lean on prize support. Oh, the other thing I'm gonna mention is we are the big two prizes for this event. We'll get into all the other prizes later in our next rundown. But big two prizes are going to be the citizen soldier prizes for citizen soldiers, and that's going to be people that bring their own table. So yeah. if there's a limited amount of spots for this, of how many tables we can accept, but basically you would bring a fully completed like themed table. You can't just throw a whole bunch of different terrain. We want a themed table and bringing a mission with it as well. So you bring a mission, you bring your table, and you get entered into a draw. And similar like how we do our best painted and best sportsman at the end of the weekend on who they thought brought the best table. And we would have the citizen soldier and the runner-up award for those and those are going to be our big two awards and uh 
you know, really Did you say help. people will vote on that? We kind of lost you there for a second. You said people will yeah, vote. People vote on yes. like the painting store. Like everyone gets to take a look out awesome. of them, and then if they played on them, be like, oh yeah, I really love this one over this one, and yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. People signing up for that, so it's a. Uh, just another incentive. Obviously, all of these events are fully painted are for, are for closers. Uh, but this is, you know, I had a hard time. You know, everyone works so hard on their army, and then the, like sometimes terrain and boards are a secondary thought. And, and really, I feel like it's just as important as getting your army painted. So, um, you know, helping us out so we don't have to <laughs> pick the brush deal with all the tables. Tables, and... yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, get some people to work on some boards and get things painted up and uh i can't wait for this event it is going to be super awesome yeah it's gonna be rad and i feel like we've hit everything with the style like we've we, this is literally the best of all worlds it's a two-day event has narratively driven awesome prize support good location a bar bartender but we're yeah, also bartender. flat out gonna have every form of 30k that you could possibly want so you're gonna have big 30 three thousand point games or you know medium three thousand point games and then you're gonna have uh, zone mortalis and you're gonna have centurion and if you bring a list nine out of ten chance if you want to play something like like zone mortalis or centurion you're You'll gonna get to play yeah, it yeah for sure yeah. you just gotta find someone and go take a table we're gonna have at least um, three boards, including our fucking my boy Richard down in Seattle is gonna be bringing up an official no. Fort World DM table. Really? Yeah, oh. man. Nice. <laughs> I think there's gonna be a knife fights over who gets yeah. the plus on that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Ashton was sending me messages last night that he wants to bring his own Mortalis table as well. Yeah, so I've there's a potential for a lot. As well. I'm, uh, I'm it's actually it's potential for go, go ahead I'm, I'm stoked to just see how he, he's doing it how he's finished it off because he's doing like the cave system right so yeah i think mm -hmm. it, you know having completely different kinds of zm boards will be super cool as well I, for sure I can, yeah and ours I is really awesome too and it doesn't actually get as much use as it should so it's like yeah like even even ours we've got enough for two tables worth basically and it looks yeah, great when it's set up yeah and i think even i haven't talked to you boys about this but depending on the space in the room uh i think we might even throw in having a battlefleet gothic table ah, as well oh and, and we will have two fleets yeah to uh to use that's that's my hope no guarantees on that but mm. uh if people want it it might be there for for people to play so yeah more on uh more on the 53rd annual Royal Flush next episode. We'll go, we'll dive deep, get into stuff. So there is a Facebook event. Um, tickets will go on sale March 10th, the same day as the Bocce Team Minis. So get your get your tickets, get signed up, and uh, oh, can't wait that, to see That reminds me, the Bocce Team Mini, we are basically uh, March 3rd, I believe, is the cutoff yeah. for ticket sales. So uh, yeah. If anyone wants to go, uh, I recommend getting out there and uh, buying those tickets as soon as possible. Uh, that's that's <laughs> ju that's just for prize support because I have to make the order uh, a week before and go pick it up. 
So yep. that I'm just making that cut off for that reason. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to go, and that includes uh, Jeremy, buy your ticket. Nico, buy your ticket. I know there's a couple guys. <laughs> most people who bought their tickets, but there's a couple guys who still haven't. Um, get out there and buy your your ticket. Awesome. Your... All right. Well, I think uh, more on all this later, and uh, I guess we will uh, take a quick break and come back with uh, Hobby Progress. Unless you guys have anything to add. No. 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 All right, get your mullets and short shorts ready, boys. Our tutor, who art in Nottingham, Duncan be thy name. Our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting. As we forgive those who bring unpainted armies, lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise, Null Noil. Back from shaming hey, our hey. short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> We're all full of shame right now. Uh, so yeah, AJ, tell us a little bit about this beautiful shaming idea you got for us. All right. So basically, like, I came up with the the shame idea, but we we weren't really doing anything with it, and there was also no incentive to get rid of our shame models. So oh, no. instead of just talking about our shame and not really setting goals or anything like that. Basically, we're this is going to be like a almost like a, a half year goal. So we're going to set each of us is going to set a goal of things that they want to get done by basically the end of June ish because we don't really believe in schedules. So it will be, you know, whenever we record towards the end of June, beginning of July, maybe after Canada Day. Yeah. Um, and basically, if one of us fails, then they get shamed. And basically what this means is that the other, the co-hosts or the other hosts that have passed get to come up with some sort of punishment <laughs> to the person that has, you know, shamed themselves. So maybe that is like wearing a dress during like the bot gt royal flush or something. the hell are we gonna find a dress that fits like tay or me uh don't dude i've worn some dresses before don't worry yeah. <laughs> and they were lovely and i looked lovely i look pretty fantastic don't even worry about it. i will find myself a dress all right no 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 we would find you the uh, dress I, just just I, I like a little more of like a pencil skirt maybe like a pin-up style Ooh, it shows some leg. <laughs> a little bit of leg. Think, think of like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I feel As sexy. we said, this might be more painful for the other people around us than, <laughs> than us. us. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll start it off. For me, my my goal is going to be getting these six Vorax that I've got at the LVO painted up. Paint up these 14 thralls uh, with heavy chain blades. I've got one oh. more um, castle axe with a dark fire lance uh, to paint up. Fix my Thanatar. He broke. Uh, How many dark fire? 
How many dark oh, fire castle axes do you have? Yeah. Six. Four. I'll have four. Three oh, of them okay. are painted. I so see. this one's to, to complete the those oh, guys. And then apply else. apply transfers to all of my painted automata. So that I'm glad you're moment. doing that finally. Yes. Well like, it's for I've, real. I've been struggling like of what to do. So that's that's actually the one that I need to give the most thought into. But uh that is my goal. So uh John Sorry. So when when is this when is this till? Like when when do we have to have this done by? End of June. And Teo is once again shirtless, as usual. It's warm in here. Okay, by the end of June. Oh, that's hard. I don't. I want to be conservative, but I don't. It's that's so. That's such a distance. It's like like I could get lots done, but at the same you time, I don't want to get crazy. Uh, I mean. I, what I'll probably yeah I would say I want to get uh, the current Myrmidons that I have uh, finished to completion. Which is? I think it's uh, one Secutor and three Destructors that three like the the Secutor I'm already kind of working on and the three Destructors are not even built yet. So okay. I would like to get those done and then um, I would like to get uh, my f at least get my five thralls like uh, painted and based and. Um, by then, and I'll say probably get a Thalax squad done as well. And yeah, I'll be conservative. Of three? Mm -hmm. And I'll probably be conservative and say that's it. We're, we're going we're gonna to come back and, and make sure. This yeah. is the end of June? Yeah. End of June. So you've got... Days that. What's that? Two, two months. months? Four months. Four. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're looking at like. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll say that to be conservative, but realistically, I should have more done by then. Any in there? I feel What's like that? I chose too much. You know, now. you're gonna get that. <laughs> I feel like I gave myself too much, but it's written in stone. So. Well, you haven't said it. Though. If you want to say something back, no, no, I'm, I gotta it commit podcast. to it. Like, like I said, dude, his lifestyle changes. I'm gonna have a lot more free time. I, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to. If I can get this much done with, like, two kids and, like, life and everything, then I should, if I have no worries for, like, three days a week, should be able to get all done. So, my so shame. what is this? I'm going to finish my Mastodon for my Iron Warriors. Okay. I thought it was done. No, no, no. It's just got, like, base layers done. Oh. It's, like, tabletop, but I want to finish it, finish it. Um, and then I'm going to finish these White Scars. Full completion. What does that mean? So that means bringing full completion. Out full completion. That means getting the reds brighter and glossed, making the white have transitioned from grays to to white on the top. Having transfers added. Um, having details picked out on eyes and uh, weapons. Do they have transfers. Yeah, I I got a bunch of transfers from from people. Oh, the old school, the older ones. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So I got and so put transfers on. Um, paint like the uh, so. With that also includes part of my other part of my hobby, which is building my backlog. So currently in my backlog of unbuilt stuff is four Predators, a Land Raider, a Spartan, um, Holy shit. 30 Mark Threes, 10 Tartaros, 5 Cataphracti, and what else? Uh, I think that's it. Oh, and 6 Jet Bikes. Six more for the white scars. I don't know what they're going to go for, actually. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, 
I, I will. I'm going to throw this out there to you, Teo. You cannot, like, you you really going to put on old transfers and you're not going to wait for dope new ones from um, the, I'm just putting the small ones on for, like, uh, um, like, because, uh, like, some of the Jetpacks just, they're only going to have the one small one on the side of the thing. So okay. if I'm getting, I'm going to get the new ones anyways to add if there's, for, like, bigger things. Like, I'm not putting any transfers on, like, the big tanks or anything like that. All right. Because there's not they a lot of... They characters, too. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not a Have lot of room. Have you tested them out yet? Because those old ones can be, like, almost see-through-y. Uh, yeah, I have. Like uh, my Praetor very... has, my has okay. two of them. Yeah, they look good. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I just got scared for you. That's no, all. no, it's good. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. But it's because they're going on white. They pop out a lot more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, but there's a... Right. Like I said, there's not a... So that's why my plan is to get these white scars finished, because... I really want to start a third legion, but I can't do it unless everything I have is painted. Yeah, no, good. That's a good plan. Yeah, um, I don't know what I want to do either a third legion or a third heresy army, but I want to do one. And All I right. keep, well, I keep yeah. thinking about night lords, and I don't know why. Because you like the the you like the flesh of children. I <laughs> skip children. I don't. I don't know. Put the lotion on its skin. You're saying, did you just say you're thinking about starting Night Lords? A little bit, yeah. Huh. That'd be pretty, huh. pretty cool, Legion. Yeah, I would yeah. I would wait until... Oh, I guess they are not going to be in the next book, right? No. Originally, they were going to be. No, and so Oh, no, they are. They are. They are. They are still in there? Are okay. you... No, no, it's White wait. Scars and Blood Angels and Demons. Yeah, White Scars. Mm -hmm. Next book. White Scars... <laughs> It's white scars, blood angels, demons. No, no, I want the world to, to hear that orgasm. <laughs> is that all it is? It's not three. There's another one too. Who else is there? No, I think uh, that's it. I think that's it, man. That's all they talked about. Hmm. Okay. Well, before we dive, let's not dive into the weekender. Or we'll get lost in a, in yeah. a train okay. of thought. Okay. So uh, we'll. So that those are our shames, guys. So like, if if we're gonna tr we're Hopefully, going to be posting up a progress and stuff like that. Yeah, we should be and posting more stuff on the website. After this, I'll send up some picture, put up some pictures of my Myrmidons right away too, just to show show sexy there. Yeah. And so you can put a leg, you can put a thigh picture up there as well if you want. Yeah. Okay. Um. So <laughs> with us posting it up, like if you're feeling that we're not getting this progress done fast enough for you, like I I want to see some messages. Yeah, some shaming. Some shaming. Shame the shit out of us. <laughs> All right. Spit in my face and some, tell me that. Some alliteration. Sexy. Spit Jesus. my face. Spit my uh, face. Yes, yeah, spit my face. Call me a dirty whore. Sit it's on just my a face. regular Tuesday for you, isn't it, Tam? <laughs> yeah. Sit on my face yeah. and tell me that you love me. <laughs> Step on my nuts and tell me that you care. <laughs> All right, and with that, we'll, we'll end the shame before get, this gets more shameful. <laughs> okay. And uh, we will come back with our long-awaited LVO, LVO wrap-up. Wrap up. Ooh. It's hobby time, it's hobby time, it's time for hobbies. 
so yeah, <laughs> it's been a it's it's been a long time since we did our hobby. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. So uh, we've got some uh, hobby stuff to talk about. Some hardcore hobby action. Mm. Yeah. Lay it on us, Tim. Hobby. So uh, we haven't I, talked. To, we haven't talked to Abby since like before we had Tim on. So I know. It's been, I feel like this is going to be hefty, and I also I, feel like hefty is the word of this episode. Yeah. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Okay. So yeah, I'll start with my uh, my hobby progress. So um, after doing Matt's class at LVO and talking about a bunch more um i've really been trying to up my painting and nico was complaining that his current commission painter is uh lacking in his timing so i said i'd paint his angron for funsies so i so i painted an angron for him and it came just with the new techniques i've been using it went like immensely quickly for like really yeah yeah so like i think i sent you a picture of what i was painting yeah you did it looks awesome that whole model, start to finish, took me two hours. What? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like two hours. Just from using the new techniques that like Matt showed us in the class and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, like a, man. I feel like yeah, a Primark would there. take me like 20 hours. Yeah, well, like, that's the oh, thing. is like um, So much. I was even talking to Matt at, about like his... Like, his some of his like super quality paint jobs and sometimes he's like sometimes they take a long time sometimes they don't take a long time at all it's really dependent on the details that are on the model well angron mm. has a lot of yeah. it's a lot of gold but it's a lot of gold so it's not yeah. painting in a separate color so and like it went pretty it went really quick so nico like dropped off his like <laughs> world leaders case and like whatever you want to paint just paint it and i'll figure out how to pay you <laughs> sweet man yeah that's awesome on, on that note is he what kind of look is he is he going for for the world is he doing like traditional white blue kind of traditional white and blue yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah i guess you haven't seen them yeah he's actually painted some of his own stuff too it's cool yeah he's just getting burnt oh, out from uh work and life so he's just like I, I can't even find time to paint i was like okay and, uh, yeah, that will happen. Yeah, and the, well, the other thing is that I'm picking up a bunch more painting commissions because I'm going to have some more time on my hands, but uh, my hope is to get a bunch of painting commissions so I can go do more. So um, I've got like a big a Space Marine army i got to paint. I've got Nico's World Leaders i got to paint. i got another guy who wants to paint me, paint me to paint an Elder army and uh, maybe oh, yeah. a War Machine and Hordes army. So that's, hopefully I can make some extra cash for that because one of the things I want to do is save up some money to go to the heresy camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah so more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. Um, <laughs> some other... Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And it's just more It's just more um, experience for you, right? Exactly. exactly. Uh, and so then uh, the other thing, um, kind of because of the, the situations that have happened in my personal life... Um, I'm going to be setting up a nice, beautiful painting area. So, like, I got a, a friend of mine who has, like, a laser cutter. So he's going to cut me, oh, cut me like, a big, like, a paint paint holder rack. Cool. So I'm going to have my painting desk set up permanently in the corner. I don't have to take it down. Um, Matt's mm-hmm. been helping me find, like, good, like, uh, true light lamps and stuff like that that I can set up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be beautiful. That's one of the awesome. big, big things I had to do. Um, and then because uh, in a fit of uh, 
not a a fit of like seriously Passion. passionate things. I ended up buying two black books at LVO. Oh so yeah, I'm reading those. Oh yeah, and I almost bought another one at the end of this month, but I'm happy I did not. Yeah, I've been loving the black book, man. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad, so glad I got one there too. Yeah, it it gives you like a lot more. Like, I think people who never read them or ever looked at them, they don't realize how much like stuff is in them. They're fantastically yeah. written. They really are. So which ones, the writing quality is exceptional. Get? I currently have one, two, and four. At LBO, you bought four two and, and four. two. Yeah, yeah. Four two and two. four, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Sweet. So then I want to get, obviously get them all eventually. Got to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> you do. And that was a crazy deal, man. We got those for like 80. Yeah, I mean, like the, the at least the one that I got. <laughs> yeah, 81 bucks. Yeah, it was American. Good, yeah. I feel so bad for you, yeah. AJ. Yeah, these guys, like, all I bought my, I bought book three on day one of LBO. And then, and I, I don't know, all I know is I paid a lot more than you guys did. And then, yeah, you paid the like 120 day, bucks, didn't you? Yeah, I paid, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. pretty crazy. Yeah. And then find out the next day that these guys come back to the table and, or to our area and they're like, oh, yeah, we just found out they were bundling all these books. So we got them and they're like 85 bucks each. And that's <laughs> and then the other kind of hobby so i haven't been doing much like hobby progress for myself but the other thing i've been doing is uh our local store is running a 40k um league that the uh the store owner asked me to help him with but i was like so i've been going there but i've been bringing my black books and stuff like that so as soon as anyone is like oh. is is like is like a heresy curious i'm just like putting a big 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 bbc right big black there. yeah you just like <laughs> set it down on the table oh, with yeah, like all the weight hold it. Thump. Yeah. yeah and it's like yeah yeah and so people are getting like a little, a little bit more well what are you what are you talking about what are you what are you so they're, uh, it's like it's like dropping like, hey, this, yeah it's like dropping a pheromone bomb in the middle of people just like <laughs> Yeah. Not, not the normal bombs that you drop in the middle of people. No, no. And so, yeah, people are, like, getting curious. And one guy's like, what? You can use knights and heresy? I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, yeah. That's awesome, man. People are getting a little harder about it in our local area. So that's what I've been pushing hard. Um, just, yeah, just getting people's numbers and spam texting them, like, are you hard for heresy? <laughs> <laughs> just picking up dudes numbers hey, yeah. that's what your hobby progress is yeah, my hobby progress has been picking up dudes <laughs> oh man uh, that's awesome yeah it's like yeah. 30 30k tender yeah oh my god <laughs> literally called the black book it's just like oh <laughs> dude that's perfect we need to <laughs> quick before this goes up we need to trademark it that trademark trade trademark trademark bot gt yeah. the big the big <laughs> oh i wish that we could get bbc in there somehow as a oh, yeah. <laughs> we should get we should get like a nice leather bound like a, a book where people can like put their names and their phone numbers in it for every event so people <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that exists, Teo. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, pe- people might ask you questions about that. Oh, yeah, it's for gaming, I swear. 
Why do you have like thirty <laughs> dudes' numbers in here? <laughs> and and, and it says, it either says uh, T or L beside them. What does that mean? <laughs> this is literally just getting my like brain going and trying to find out a way that we can work the the uh, the BBC into our next events uh, oh, title. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so, yeah, that's well, the, awesome, man. That's what my uh, so. What about you, Jay? Jay, what have you done? Ooh, I have been on, a, I guess, a little bit of a tear. Um, I have, I guess, first on the reading front. So um, since flying back from LVO, I've read The Unremembered Empire and Scars, and now I'm on to The Ventral Spirit, and I'm about, like, 100 pages deep into that. Oh, and that's so, like, the best. Yeah, I know. I'm it's So awesome. it's, it's kind of funny. Like, I mean... I ride the bus every day for work, which is different for me living over here. Usually I'm just like a short walk away. So that's why I've been getting like so much reading done. And I have had a couple of hilarious moments just reading The Ventral Spirit because like I have had two absolute freak out moments where in the like the first couple pages of Ventral Spirit, they talk about the Tree of Woe. Like from Conan, it's not from Conan, but like just a book containing the words "Tree of Woe." I just like was like, oh, like just wanted to turn to some random person and like point to. The, it's like they're talking about the fucking Tree of Woe, and losing my mind. And then I like almost lost my shit when spoilers, but they fucking brought back Loken, and I don't even know how this happened. I'm assuming that it happened in one of the Garrow like uh, audio dramas. That somehow he's survived Isvan three, and I just absolutely lost my mind on the bus. Like, just like, how did he? Like, I just wanted to like reach over and shake someone. Like, Logan's alive. <laughs> so you didn't yeah, know that? I mean, uh, no, man. Really? Seriously? I didn't know that? No. Yeah, dude. He's dude. A he's errand. a he, he's a knight errant. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that now, but like, yeah. I I didn't. I, I've Dude, heard, and I that, heard rumors, this, but the stuff with him in that book is awesome too. Like the yeah, whole, no, like I'm no spoilers. Yeah. don't say anything more. I, I'm, There's I'm some pretty cool scenes. <laughs> and but wait, like, I, dude, I wait, wait till you get to the end of that like, book. Wait till you get to the end of that book and that Wolfsbane oh. book that's coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. Wolfsbane, man, I'm like psyched for that. Yeah. Okay. So like, but where where can I read this? Or like, is it one of the Garrow uh, audio dramas that he gets saved or something? Like, where did this happen? Oh, it's um. When does it happen? I've read every book. Uh, I've read every book till till Vengeful Spirit, and it hasn't happened in any of those books. So I was like. What the is this the book is? where you? Is this the book where it's explicitly stated? I can't really remember. But I know it's been known for a while. Uh, it's been unknown to me. So anyway, I mean, I, 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 I only knew it because everyone told me, like, like early on. So I don't actually remember when I found out through. I a honestly book. don't know if they actually have talked about how he saved. I feel Not like really. that's going to be a future story or yeah. something, maybe, or maybe it's a short story. That. that was I. I just lost my mind. Anyway, so maybe I just need to Google that and. 
I don't like Googling stuff when I'm reading because then I, it, there's it's so easy to spoil shit. But anyway, so loving the books. Um, I've got like one more English book here. I've just been plowing through them. So probably this will dry up after uh, I finish the next two books. But uh, yeah, on actual hobby progress, I... Um, I finished painting 25 Thralls for LVO, which I'm super jacked about. They've been, you know, I've never talked to them as a shame thing, but I've had them for over a year and wanted to get them done. So now I've got 40 Thralls with Laszlox um, painted up, which is awesome. I got back from LVO and built at 14 because I couldn't, I watched them when I was in Victoria. And I guess... I left one of them at home. So <laughs> I have 14 out of 15 um, thralls with heavy chain blades. So they're wicked. I basically just took the Mark III um, chain blades that Teo graciously uh, gave to me. And so chopped off the ends of the um, the Laslocks and then just added the, the chain blades onto the end of them. And they're looking pretty good. I'm just starting to put base coats on those now. And I feel like those would be pretty I, good gameplay too, right? Like, yeah, those... I, I got, I got to get them. I think into a transport to run. I just feel like I don't know that the well, actually, your 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 ones with Lazlocks have actually chewed me up pretty good. But I was thinking about it. It's yeah. like, well, they don't really Thralls shoot that win, much. Man. It's like strength five, they I don't. think they are, or strength six. Uh, they're strength the... six. That's crazy. Really? Yeah, they're strength six. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah, plus two strength chain chain glaives. Uh, yeah, so chain, chain blades, not glaives. Yeah, sorry, yeah. But, um, That'd be intense. Yeah, so I... AP3. <laughs> pretty full on. So I've got those in the works. I also picked up uh, six Vorax uh, at the LVO. Well, actually, I ordered mm. three, and then I picked up another three at the LVO, and I grabbed the new um, the Ryza um, Ruins. Have you guys seen those? They're like um, a new oh, train sure. that came out. Um, I can grab From who? It, but yeah, let's see it. Go grab it. Yeah, one second. Oh. He looks so excited. He looks very it's like, excited. It's got to show his toy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. They're oh, yeah, I've seen those. Ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they've got a whole bunch of bits and bobs, like little manhole covers and stuff like that. And uh, so I You're use a manhole. those. Hey, you better shut your dirty manhole mouth. Um, so I picked those up, and I've been Ooh, he's going to whip it out on the table. Oh, yeah. going to get dirty on you, boys. So basically, I've got a whole bunch of them, like, dra dramatically posed, like, jumping off. That's awesome. Stuff like that. Tim would be proud. Some of the... Uh, yeah, I know. I want to... I should send some to Tim, but they have to be fully painted, you know? I'm a little bit scared oh, wow. about transporting them, but um, yeah, they turned out awesome. So they're all posed on these ruins. Uh, did the bases myself because I didn't have any of my secret weapon bases here, but I think they're going to turn out awesome. Um, so I've got two of those with full base coats on them, another four to go, and then start doing the highlights and the uh, washes. So stoked to get those things on the table. I can't wait. Um and then I've got I bought book three at the LVO, but I actually didn't bring it back here with me. I put it on the shelf and brought book seven back <laughs> with <laughs> me. So 
um, you know, future reading material at home, and I've just been reading through book seven, um, and I'm about like halfway through that. And then my big hobby progress, if you can call it that, is that I, because of my my gracious future wife, has given me the okay, and I have purchased a ticket to go to Heresy Camp. How, so what, how I many am, days are you going? I'm going to all five oh for sure. God, okay. Really? And Whoa. I'm also yeah, I'm going to all five, and I'm also gonna. I'm basically gonna go for a week, and one of, I'm like a huge space enthusiast, and I'm going. I can't go and fly into Houston without going to Mission Control. So I'm gonna go and do a tour of NASA. Wow. And. Be, wow. Yeah. Dope. So do that, and then I've uh, I've come up with a, a deal with uh, Scott and Ryan Kimmel. And they're driving a like a cube van down from um, Indiana, filled with all of Ryan's amazing boards and candy. <laughs> and it says free candy, probably. Ooh, excellent! <laughs> and uh, so basically, I'm going to trade pictures of John's thighs to Kimmel for a ride from Houston to uh, Heresy Camp. So hopefully, Ryan, Ryan you can get those for free. You can get those hey, for free, shut buddy. Up. Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't. I can't wait. It's gonna be really awesome. I'm. I'm thinking I might do the cult. I think it's cult of paint. Um, airbrush course as well. But I got to figure out actually what I need to bring. Um, to make that work, it might just yeah. Add you don't have to bring a compressor for... and an airbrush and like. You don't have to bring compressors. They are supplying those, and taking an airbrush is easy. But like, if I have to take all the paints and oh, everything, yeah. like I want to travel as light as possible. So we'll see what happens. If not, like just five days of gaming is going to be awesome. I'm not going to be running anything. I'm actually going to be able to enjoy enjoy time. enjoy gaming and like meet a whole bunch of awesome dudes and get um, crown. I know that's time why, that's why I really want to go. Like uh, yeah. Ryan, at, Ryan Scott and Scott have been like yelling at me to come. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if you don't have another trip around, like the only reason I'm not going to go is just because I have too much traveling around that point, and I kind of have plans for for future traveling that I'm saving towards. Can't, can't do it all, but I, uh, I basically, I just looked. I'm by going to Heresy Camp, I'm basically giving up going to GWHQ and. The main, it, even that a little piece of me hurts by doing that. Like I just started looking at the, the logistics and how much it was going to cost, and it's going to cost me as much to go to five days of Heresy Camp as it's going to cost me to go to like a weekend from Germany to, um, Not the UK to. The Heresy Camp is ridiculously affordable. It's a little bit surprising. Like I was definitely like, man, it's tempting. Like, but. You know, not in the books, but damn, I wish I could go. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I'm gonna get, try to get all these painting commissions done, so I can just like not even. Have yeah, to I hope it. you. I hope you both go because I want to hear stories and I want pictures and I want um, <laughs> play-by-play updates and I'd also like to be skyped in on tank treads. Oh, that 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 you will happen. You. Uh, I'm I am also bringing a pair of short shorts for Ryan Kimmel because on Radio Free Esteban he said that he was gonna be dressed up as a count. Counselor with like a whistle and short shorts, throwing our name at oh like, shit, like yeah. us. 
And then I brought it up with him. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I'm bringing a pair of shorts for you to wear. So Kim will get. Yeah, the, he needs a the, referee get thing those upper too. Upper legs tie, and man, because I have a feeling they're gonna be white. Yeah. White. <laughs> Start white. doing your squat thrusts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> talking to you, Kim. The, the hiyahas. So yeah, that's uh, that's my. <laughs> So that's my hobby progress. Uh, John, John, what about you, man? Um, I've got a fair fair bit done. I can't remember exactly what I had done when Tim was on, um, but I know. So okay, so I've done a bunch of work on my Mechanicum. Uh, probably the most meaningful thing is that I got the Forge World weathering powder, uh, the rust weathering powder in. I've never used a weathering powder before. Uh, and I also got my, uh, house, uh, Malinax slash, uh, Scoria Tegmata, um, uh, transfers. So I basically went through and everything that I had painted, which is, I don't know how many points it is total. I mean, if you were to include the brass scorpion, it's... Don't include the brass scorpion. Don't want to include it? Yeah, that's that's not every game, so you can't include that one. Well, I just mean, but I just mean in terms of how much I've had total painted is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I probably have like maybe fifteen hundred points or, or eighteen hundred points or something like that. I would guess. Nice. I I went I went through and like I actually put transfers on everything, so everything has transfers on it now. Um, and I also did the weathering on everything as well. So all the stuff that I already had done that looked pretty good looks like a pretty big step up better now. The Myrmidons look amazing. Uh, the, the weathering around the, um, around the, uh, the, the cape or around the, uh, you know what I mean? The, uh, cloak looks super cool. Looks like it's just been dragging. pictures on, uh, on the Facebook page, man. I haven't seen any since you've added the weathering effect. Yeah, for sure it will. Um, and yeah, and so other than that, uh, I've just mainly been working on Myrmidons. Um, I am going down to Everything Games in a couple days here to pick up prize support. I'm going to pick up some of the uh, 25mm, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, the Necromunda bases. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For my thralls, because like I have five thralls right now, and I have three painted. But I really just haven't had, like, I haven't really been working on them much because I don't have the bases for them. And I just find it, like, kind of, I don't know. If I don't have the bases, I don't really feel like working on them that much. So, But uh, in terms of progress, in the last little bit, aside from getting all that stuff done, I've also painted, I think, about five Myrmidons. So I painted three Destructors to, to full. And uh, I've... For me? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And then um, I also have painted uh, two uh, Secutors. Uh, they take a while. And like so, so for me with painting, it's like I don't like to burn myself out because if I paint too much, I kind of lose the passion for it and then I just don't paint as well. And so for me, I try to sort of like whenever I feel like, oh, I, in this moment, I feel like I could do a little bit of painting, I'll just, get a, I'll just get a coat on something. And then sometimes I'll sit down and grind and actually get a model completely done. But a lot of the times I'm doing them in kind of smaller steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So my current plan now is basically, I want to have by September, my hope is that I can keep the, keep the train going 
and have uh, my 3,000 point Mechanicum Force uh, painted by then because uh, that would be Royal fucking Flash. awesome. Hmm, that's my that's my that's what I'm shooting for. Um, I, ha- I have a list made, which I think is pretty pretty cool list. Um, lots of Myrmidons, uh, lots of AP two shooting. <laughs> it's a little intense, um, but yeah, I'm really really pumped up about that. Um, the so I also last night I or yeah I think it was last night I made a ridiculous order. I finally got my my house flooded a few months ago. And uh, I got a basically like reimbursed uh, fraction of my rent for the last like two months, two and a half months, and immediately blew all of it on a bunch of things. But one of the things that I, <laughs> that I Forge World, nice. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of Forge Worlds. So I got um, three Castellax with Dark Fire cannons. Nice. Uh, another pack of Ursarax. So my list will have three, six Ursarax in it. Um, a Thalax squad with Photon Thruster. Um, three man or six man? Three man, because I already have my four man, and I just oh, I just okay, bought yeah. specifically what I need for this list. Cool. Uh, Thanatar, um, regular one, obviously, because who runs any other type? <laughs> hey, don't get, I'm and gonna then, get one of those, man. They're bad. Oh, totally. They're very cool, and I think if you're running Cybernetica and you have a bunch of Thanatars, I'm sure you could. You know, it's probably not going to be great, but you could... Yeah, if you're you just run running one. Barely viably. But yeah, uh, and then um, what else did I get? Uh, 20 tech trolls and... Okay. Um, Laslocks or... Uh, or the, the, sh- uh, the shooty guns, not the close not the close range ones, but the... I can't yeah, remember yeah. which. Laslock. Yeah, Laslocks. Uh, yep. And uh, is that it? It's a lot. Oh, That's sorry. a big purchase, man. Yeah, it was. Paint train? Didn't you get a paint train? No, not yet. So uh, that's going to be in the next okay. order. Um, that's the last thing I need for this list. The paint train. Uh, and I'm excited about that. That's see, I'm putting that off because it's like, uh, and it, even with the big machine, the the uh, mechanic, the the robots and stuff, like those aren't going to get painted until I do the airbrush course, most likely. So. Um, with oh. the big, big, broad panels and stuff like that, I feel like it's probably a good idea to do the airbrush course so I can speed that process along and clean it up a little bit. Nice. Um, hopefully, I can make it work. Hopefully, I can, you know, get some cool effects out of that that blend with the rest of my army pretty well. And uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, and the other thing is, uh, so you, you know, the the weekender happened, and uh, that Scoria model got got oh, shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that that put a whole derailed my plans for Ascoria conversions so basically i think I, you should uh, still do it man i think you should still oh, do it's it, already it's it's already in, uh, i've I, i'm already i've already sort of started like i built i built uh crawl mostly and just um left out some of the more outlandishy bits but he looks pretty badass he's just so climbing you built the whole thing and you're not going to do the the lower body like you're originally no, planning i'm just gonna the, uh, uh, see? i uh <laughs> When I saw the Scoria model, I was like, "Well, I'm going to get that." And and I yeah yeah both, I just I think I, both of us are going to get that. I'm going to get that for sure. Even are you? That yeah, are, that's going to be an expensive man. chunk of resin, man. Like it's a little intimidating. Huge. She is huge, or he is huge. He it's supposedly she, I've heard that it's actually not as big as it looks. Really, the base. It's one of those that's ones what, where you're like, break. "Oh God, Forge World, this base is going to cost me so much money." Like, ugh. Because the base is so huge, it's like holy crap. 
Um, and one of the things that I'm really wrestling with right now with this stuff is because I've themed my bases in such a specific way that when a model like that comes out, I find myself a little bit worried because it's like, well, how am I going to make this base blend with my bases with the style, the painting style that I'm using? I think you could still paint that one in, like in a similar fashion, or it's just a special model, man. I, I wouldn't worry about it. It's so sure. badass. Yeah. Like, I, I know what you mean because I've I all of my stuff is on custom bases. So well, and, and um, I don't. So I'm not just talking about like the idea of like, well, it, it's not gonna be the exact same theme. It's not necessarily the theme that I'm worried about as much because it looks it looks industrial. That's fine. But um. But uh, the big thing is mostly uh, the the technique that I use to paint my bases. So, yeah. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I'm just, looking yeah, forward to story. You're I'm, I'm intimidated it, so by it and then and then just once you get it and actually see it, then you'll be able to really figure for sure. out how you're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. And that model looks like it'll be a it'll, that'll be a crazy model to paint. So Bisterius crawl as well. It's definitely like looking at that model. I'm like, holy crap! All the Mechanicum <laughs> stuff just has I so much I little do. crap on them for painting. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like yeah. There's so much. It's just like it's a little overwhelming. It's like, and I'm still trying to figure out what I need to put the the dead tank on his base. Like, what color scheme I should do it in? The dead tank. Yeah, he's he's crawling over blowing up Sakaran, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I need to like actually figure out something like like what scheme I want to do the Sakaran in because I, 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 I haven't painted a lot of different legions and I'm sort of leaning towards Imperial Fists, but I don't really know I how to do the yellow. What, what, you have what, the biggest beef with in the yeah. community and just paint it up to <laughs> who are you going to try yeah. the most? <laughs> well, I usually do Blood Angels on my Sons of Horus, but it's like I don't want to just keep doing Blood Angels. Uh, you could trigger Julian that way. That's true, but I've already triggered him enough. He's got a dead box dreadnought on my uh, Leviathan. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, uh, I've just mainly been reading through the uh, Black Book and just kind of getting more of an appreciate appreciation for the books and like uh, and learning with the legions. It's really cool. I'm really enjoying that. Um, going through the Sons of Horus and um, the uh, Emperor's Children. I'm going through right now, and I've already read through the uh, the Sons of Horus and the um, World Leaders. Yeah. Uh, the the fluff in these books is just fucking awesome. Oh, I'm very very excited for. Uh, I'm very excited for Death Guard because I've read the, I've read through most of this book before a long time ago and I didn't get through it before uh, I had to give it back to the guy I was borrowing it from. But the Death Guard I'm really pumped to read about because they're think, super interesting. To me. I think the thing I really appreciate about the Black Books is when they have really in depth things about the Legions. It actually gives you really insight on how they they fight. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really cool. I was uh, I was showing Gilbert book two that has the salamanders in it, and he was reading. Good work. He was like, yeah, and because uh, he's been having a hard time, like either making a fluffy list or a good list, and so after reading it, we made him a a, a new list that literally has just Vulcan in an Anvilus to just drop in the backfield, because he's more survivable. By drag off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So put him, with a, put him with a Primus Medicaid, Toughness yeah. 7, Primus Medicaid, pretty much. Yeah, and so he's, he's more survivable. Every time his Vulcan dies, it's because it's overwhelming wounds going from his bodyguard. But mm -hmm. if he's out there, like, what? Most weapons in the game are wounding on sixes? <laughs> and if you're shooting, Yeah, it would yeah be, that, that would be risky against a Laz right? Cannon army. 
Not overly. Yeah, he's, like, he still he's, uh, he's, um, he's, he's roughly the same as Ferris. Ferris is tougher uh, to most incoming fire, but Vulcan is also has a re-rollable. It will not die. And um, it's he has yeah, plasma. Oh, yeah, he has plasma, flamer, and He is the toughest way. primark. Yeah, he's a beast. Him, him and Ferris are the two toughest, yeah. but he is he is the toughest. And like in the in, in the fluff in the book, it talks about how Vulcan ends up always being like the first person there. So the list is literally like dropping down, um, For like turn one Vulcan yeah. right into your shit and be like. Yeah, that's scary, man. Like to have that drop Deal into your fucking back lines, like. Yeah. Or and if you had other pods too, like if you had stuff yeah. to surround him with, like yeah, you could put Cassie and Dracos in the yeah. pod. Cassie yeah, Dracos is gonna be the other pod. Jesus. Nice, Gilbert, get it done. Yeah. He's nice. like, I, I. Sorry, go ahead. Mm. Yeah, eat your ego. Um, <laughs> I forgot one thing of hobby. Oh, progress. awesome. I picked up a. What shit. Eversor. What kind of assassin? Eversor. Thank you. That's and awesome. John, I converted it so it's on one of the bases that you gave me. Noise. Oh, badass. Yeah, so I'm going to make awesome. this is going to go along with um, the small little detachment of sisters that I've been putting together. Basically, really just to cool. start putting together some uh, maybe characters as points of interest for oh that's that reminds me too so my boss used to play warhammer and he has like he just comes like i'll just show up to work sometimes he'll be like oh hey john i found some more random warhammer crap in my closet and so um yeah he has those uh primaris psyker models nice. old metal ones and dude they they literally just look exactly like uh navigators yeah they, they're they awesome. exactly what pretty much navigators are they have the, the the eye too, which I know is not like I know it's technically not the eye of Horus. It's like their it's whatever their officiarium or whatever is, what's called is, but they look perfect. So I picked us up. Uh, I picked me up one, and I, I grabbed you one as well, AJ. Those can be uh, implemented into not only lists, but also um, points of interest stuff. Yeah, those guys are cool, man, because you can just run them in a in a Primarch bodyguard. And everything's minus one to hit. It'd be pretty, pretty neat little, yeah. Well, cool. basically, the the reason that I picked up this assassin is all because of Eric, because he put it, sent me all of his uh, assassin sheets, which he superimposed onto the heresy sheets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm for painting for assassins. So I, I'm painting for assassins from Terry for point of interest for the event as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Dope. Assassins running around causing shit. Can't wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Well, I think uh, I think that's it for hobby progress. Should we move on to our new shame section? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go. We'll leave for a sec. Come back and talk about our shame. Shame. And we're back with the LVO wrap-up, the much-awaited. We are sorry that we haven't been able to bring this to you sooner, but, you know, 
LVO was tiring. You can't just go to Vegas and immediately recover from it. So we've needed no. time to let it all filter and uh, and and come out naturally. So here <laughs> we are. You're so light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> yeah, there's... Teo, I have so many videos of you and I just randomly singing so drunk, and I'm oh, like, God. I'm not sending, I'm not posting these. <laughs> <laughs> Does, did anyone actually mostly get... because we're ruining the the lyrics? That's what actually mm. bugs me. It's not how drunk we are; it's that we we mess the lyrics up. Did so. anyone get a video of me singing "Goodbye Horses" on the escalator? <laughs> oh my God! I don't know. <laughs> I just forgot. About I don't think I took any video. <laughs> oh God! Goodbye, that was when we were on our way to New York. In yeah, New York, New York, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was, yeah, like, yeah. doing the whole okay. dance on the escalator. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, that was a fun evening. Yeah. All right, but that's, we're talking, that's that's later. So we got to start from the beginning. Yeah, let's bring it back. So I think, I think I started the trip first, coming you from most Germany. <laughs> yeah. As we alluded to in the last episode, I had many a long flight. Um, I don't think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I, I did stop and do a detour in Amsterdam where I went downtown and went to a cafe Got and rip. Indul- indulged myself and literally almost forgot my army case in the, ca- in the cafe. <laughs> no, like I literally him. walked out left my army case inside and was just like oh shit and turned around and did the walk of shame back inside and just was like i forgot something <laughs> so uh yeah i had basically like 23 hours round trip back to victoria uh had a couple days in victoria and then we all i picked up uh i guess hey you, know, you you took the bus down from nanaimo and stayed at John's uh, place? No, my, uh, my, my buddy Boyo drove me down. Boyo! Boyo! <laughs> so you and John had a romantic night of spooning each other on the, the Wednesday night before the trip? We, we farted a bunch. It was it was mind-boggling how quickly his shirt came off and he was in his underwear. <laughs> shows up, he's like, he's like, all right, well, this is, uh, you're going to sleep on the couch. And he basically, like, ten minutes later, he's just like, yeah, okay, well, I'm just going to walk around in my underwear now <laughs> and like oh, dino like dino came home later but i was just like it's gonna be real weird if dino walks in the house she's like who's this man walking around his underwear in my living room <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't give her like the heads up being like there is oh no she head knew head. she knew that he was gonna be there and everything but like no, not she, maybe... being there. she didn't just, understand like, the full chance. yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. he's gonna be shirtless and probably in his underwear like she laughed that she's that like ah that's awesome that you're surprised I'm surprised that you're surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys, you guys had an intimate night, and uh, then yeah, that's pretty early. Yeah, just kind of slept. We did go to bed early, I came didn't we? In... Yeah, very. We had been like ten. Yeah. Get nice and rested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my lovely future wife drove us to the airport, picked you guys up, and she had to deal with us, the rambling like little, little school excited. Girls? School girl yeah. was on her way to the big recital or, or something. I, I <laughs> talking yeah. about to the ballet. To the ballet. Yeah. We uh, uh, took our our first flight to Seattle and had like a wonderful lunch where we had that amazing scotch. That was scotch was so good. What was it called again? Uh, but I have it written down. Uh, but it starts with a B, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
We've, I've been looking for it all the all the liquor stores here, and I haven't found it yet. You gotta um, go to like Vessel. Yeah, yeah. That's where you'll find it. Yeah, the, actually, me and Dina were talking about it last night. Was Vessel yeah. specifically? Yeah, yeah like, um, amazing so scotch. Good. Holy crap! Start off the trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, met up. Yeah, that was fun. So yeah, we'll get into more detail than that. So yeah, we we went through the airport, and oh, then like yeah. you, I got like so, so we we land in Seattle, and I get separated from the fucking crew because I've got beef jerky in my little fucking carry on bag, <laughs> and they're like. Beef jerky. What's this, what's this beef cake doing all this jerky? Beef jerky. Yeah, it was so weird. And it's like, so I'm like, okay. They're like, well, you've got to go through this other line. I'm like, all right, okay. But it was funny. So I go through and they like scan the beef jerky. They scan the beef jerky. I'm not kidding. And then they put a sticker on it that says it's okay. And they give me back my beef jerky. And like, <laughs> it was so dumb. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so I guess uh, I'm probably behind fucking AJ, Teo, and Jeremy, and I'm like, so I, I go to walk out, and it's like, oh, I don't see them anywhere, and there's a train directly in front of me. I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I guess they just left without me. I don't know, like, I'm looking around, I'm kind of feeling like, shit, okay, well, I guess I better get on the train. So I just step on this train, and then I'm, like, standing on the train, and I'm like, Oh crap! I probably shouldn't have gotten on this train. <laughs> yeah, so I get on the train and then I'm like, sort of realizing I'm like, this was probably a bad idea. And I and I don't have I have no data on my phone. I have nothing. I'm literally like I I was I was going to get get through the trip with Wi-Fi. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, well, don't have Wi-Fi. Can't communicate with these guys. So I'm like standing there and I'm, I'm, I'm looking confused. I'm asking some lady, I'm like, uh, I think I just got on the train and I don't know where I am and I don't know where I'm going. And eventually I just, I eventually I got, uh, either got Wi-Fi or I think I just turned on my signal and like got in contact. Like a you lost guys, like, child. Where'd you guys go? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I was so annoyed. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't even know where I am. What the fuck is going on? So, oh God, I had to go back through fucking security, this big ass line took like fucking 20 minutes or something and then uh and then you guys were you guys went to that place yeah we were already at the bar we were we we were already one beer in before he even showed up so i showed up and but you guys had graciously ordered me uh an ipa and uh that fucking unbelievably good whiskey unbelievable scotch yeah and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the beginning. That was a good time. That was kind of like I feel like that set the tone for the rest of the the, the weekend. We were just sitting there, and we're Absolutely. like starting to get a little bit, starting to get a little bit. We're like, yeah, okay, now we're now we're getting into it. And it was like everyone's loosening up a bit. It was like this is gonna be a good fucking weekend. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get is how you got in front of us because we were in like a line of like fifty plus people to go through customs. So like, I guess I just anyway. had, yeah, I don't know. They just probably Noted. like, oh, look bring at this beef handsome... jerky puts you through it. <laughs> and it was weird, man. It was definitely like, okay, I'm going through this this line. It was it was really weird because it was like, I'm just happened to notice that every single person who's here that's not me is Indian, and I'm not kidding. It was just very. It was like, wow, these are some random checks you guys got going here, eh? <laughs> like, pretty fucking weird. <laughs> It's like okay, I guess this is this is the life of being brown in the TSA. Yeah, I think Theo was surprised it was you and not him. Well, I purposely yeah. trimmed my beard beforehand so I wouldn't have to deal with that. 
So you wouldn't be all ally Akbar out. Yeah, yeah, dude. And you, you, you are a much scarier man than I am. So I trim my beard. I purposely trim my beard smaller than yours for that reason. <laughs> Strategically. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. So yeah, after after we had the amazing scotch, we uh, got on our flight, and I think I took a nap, get rested up. Yeah, we were all we, separated, weren't we? No, no, no. We, we were together that. No. Way. We were not separated, sir. Yeah, we were they awesome. they decided that me and you had to sit together on every single fucking flight. <laughs> Five hundred and thirty pounds of man <laughs> shoved in a fucking tiny little seats. I mean, on the way to Seattle, it was kind of nice because we did actually get just like yeah, given... cause we, we we put the plate off balance, and they had to move John to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we got we got first class on that flight for the twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, for funny. this short flight. But yeah, we arrived at Vegas, headed to Bally's, immediately like met up with our our buddies Scott and Joe. Yeah, area who were like, how many days into Vegas were they? They at were that like point? two, three days already like, into Vegas. Is. And yeah, they were so like we were like 800 beers deep in Vegas yeah. at the point. Like, yeah, we're, so we're in the hotel. We we show up and we go up to the hotel, right? And then you guys go. We're like, okay, let's 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 get this night started. We're gonna fucking get this night started, bud. You guys went and went downstairs and you went to go buy some booze, and you didn't want to go across the street, so you guys bought the really expensive stuff from the hotel. And you came back with, if I remember correctly, it was an 18 pack of Budweiser. <laughs> And yes, fucking right. Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I had never had Hennessy. I did not re- really yeah. begins. <laughs> this is where it really began. I did not yeah, realize dude. that like single yeah. purchase of my thought was gonna be funny just set the tone for the entire weekend. Yeah, that Hennessy bottle did. is when the real <laughs> weekend began. Yeah. <laughs> so we are like waiting in the hotel, drinking beers with starting Scott to get her going. Well, they showed up. We started. We started, and they 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 showed up, and they're just like, they're already like they were they were already amped. So that got us more amped, and that really got us going. There was Scott's brother. It was a push up contest. No, there's there's (laughs) Scott's brother. He's like he's like John, John, John. Throw me out this fucking window. Throw me out the window. (laughs) (laughs) He's like he's like. Wait, how many stories up are we? Or like. Uh, yeah. I think we're like 12 stories up right now. He's like, okay, maybe don't throw me out the window. <laughs> maybe <laughs> don't throw me. <laughs> I think I have a video, actually, of the push-up competition. Probably. That was hilarious. Yeah, you do. Like, you should, you this, should upload that. I should upload that. Thing. Yeah. All of this is in waiting for Chad. Like, yeah. we're just waiting the, for the arrival like of Chad. maybe 40 minutes deep of drinking at this point. And we're already yeah. getting rowdy and doing oh, push-up contests. Oh, we're going, yeah. Yeah, Chud so, shows up and he's like this humble little man. He's like, "Hello." And that was my that was that was our first meeting of the Chud. Yeah, you guys, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and like immediately like Teo, you like immediately bond with Chud. We we just like make him slam a bunch of booze and then we go out and hit the strip. So we went and walked through our hotel through Bally's went through Caesar's Palace, got kind of lost. Because John's Palace. like, "Yeah, we could totally walk to this tiki bar." <laughs> Fuck you, <John."> yeah. 
<laughs> we could have, but it was no, definitely not. surprisingly far. It was like, oh, okay, this and is a little we, more because, distance than I expected. And because so, I want to point out. So John's walk made us walk through all of these like other hotels. Um, I think I've I poured. Stuffs. Yeah, I poured beer into a plant in Caesar's Palace. Did you? I did. The plant needed beer. Well, I know we got we got lost in Caesar's Palace. Yeah. And then we exited, and we were like on the side of a highway, and then like half of us all took like a pee break. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were like like on the side of the highway, just like okay, we're not anywhere close. And then we crossed that huge bridge. Oh wait, and to like some random bridge with just random garbage. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like yeah. this is the part of Vegas they don't want you to see. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we finally like hail a cab, pile on. Yeah, we into the ended cab. up at that hotel, that big and, like, ass head, hotel across the, the highway. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Oh, was it? I don't even know the name of it. Uh, did it have the hassle was... off on the side of it, or was it like no? It was. Uh, it was, Penn it was and down under. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Penn and Talent. That's what it was. Oh, the thunder from yeah. down under. We should have gone yeah. to that. Jesus Christ. That would have been no, hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, well, Michael, Michael, and Tim work there, man. They're, <laughs> that's their undercover. They actually don't record from Oz. They record from Vegas. Yeah, and they couldn't come to the LVO because they were under. You know, they just had to work. So. Yeah, just but yeah, we did you see Kimmel's post about that. He's like, yes. "Oh, it just happens that you guys are yeah <laughs> here at the same time." Yeah. So yeah. anyway, we we hop in this cab, and all I guess there was five of us. The yeah. three of us, Jeremy and Chad, right? Yeah, yeah. So we all head to this tiki bar, and John had researched this tiki bar. This tiki to bar was it. pretty dope. I want to get real oh, here. From this place was dope. It, it was, was very dope. Absolutely. So uh, as soon as John sends me the information, like months ago, my eyes immediately go to the scorpion bowls. Now, and basically, which is. The picture on the menu was deceiving of what it was. In the picture in the menu, it looked like the the big drink that Garth gets in Wayne's World at the Tiki Bar they go to with Rob Lowe. It was a variation my, of that. It's just smaller. It was, it was, but I wanted my Garth Rob Lowe moment. <laughs> and, and sadly, I, I, it, like... It comes to to us. It's got sixteen ounces of booze. So did like, I'm not disappointed. That, did you know that it was? I don't know that it actually had fifty one. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. that it was – so here's the thing. I don't know that it was actually 16 ounces of booze. I don't know. God, uh, I, think, I think that it was probably like half booze because yeah. looking at it, yeah. yes, it got us wrecked. It was – It was. I'm pretty sure that was 60% rum. Yeah. Oh, no, it's 151. So what is 151? It's like it's 80% like... rum. <gasps> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is yeah. this all making sense Holy to you now? Yeah. So it, it, it arrives in basically what looks like an Tray. Yeah. But of course, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge. Light there it is on a fire. picture. There is a picture. They light oh, it's it on a fire. Gorgeous picture of, of us all drinking at the same time. It's an too. awesome picture. Yeah. We all get these Set huge straws, and it's like a whole bunch of black lights. They're all glowing, and we like go to town and finish this like heat, this drink in all of like two minutes between the five of us. Then we proceed to get. Basically, the biggest hangover drinks of all time, these Blue Lagoon oh, rum yeah. drinks, which is like 85% Those sugar. were good. They were man. delicious. They were good. Yeah. But, but it got I John all frisky, so he started undressing me. 
That's true. Oh my god. I was I not undressing you. you did. I was you I was undressing you. It was him undressing you. And you and Chad <laughs> were undoing the buttons on my shirt and like, fuck, you're a sexy oh, man. Maybe I did. <laughs> just sitting there. It's just like in this like Hawaiian no, it was just a dress shirt. Maybe it wasn't a Hawaiian shirt. But just like and there is a like Notice that you've done undone your button once, and then like I think we started progressively undoing your button more. So literally, so, like, my shirt's completely, shirt completely unbuttoned. <laughs> just like sitting there, and this like, what did the waitress say to you? She's like, "Wow, you're uh, you should probably button your shirt up." I was like, "I didn't do this." <laughs> <laughs> and this is all all while like this lounge band is playing in the background, which was kind of weird for a tiki bar. Yeah, but it was good. I I enjoyed it, and like. Basically, we we pounded these drinks, and then after like, it, basically, we had to leave after Teo made it. <laughs> so Jeremy I just made said it. what Jeremy said. <laughs> so, so Jeremy said something, and she's like, "What did you say?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, this is what he said." And she's like, Mar. And then John got really mad at me, which is fine. <laughs> but when I'm that drunk, I'm. F- superiorly honest like ludicrously honest yeah you're a very honest person to begin with yes (laughs) (laughs) so we we left there then this is when at least for me my (laughs) night gets real fuzzy (laughs) i think we went across the street to a liquor store another liquor liquor store store, we bought cookies we bought martinelli's cookies or whatever i have no right you did (laughs) yeah me and chud bought cookies yeah (laughs) So then, then what? We got in. Then we got into. So we, cab. we no, we called for a cab, and it was a sassy. They never woman, showed up, and they never showed and then up. There and was an Uber a... dude was trolling us. Yeah, with a fantastic beard. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what was going on though. I was very confused by the whole interaction. Yeah. So the Uber guy <laughs> just like he's like, so your cab didn't show up. And we're like, yeah, we need to ride. He's like, jump on in. And yeah, we did like an and unsol- I just kept like commenting on how sexy his beard was. Unsolicited like Uber drive, so like okay. he could have raped us, and it would have been all our faults. All five of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he was a ha- he was a he was a handsome gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't so, make it better. So, <laughs> so then we went back to the hotel, right? We yes. went back to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Did, did we drink more at the hotel? We did. <sighs> did we go back to the straight back to the hotel? We did. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's because I've got videos of me and Teo like in arms singing to each other. Yeah, we, <laughs> no, we went straight back to the hotel. We finished the Budweiser, which, ha- which was weird. Tastes better there than it does here. It does. It is different. It did taste better. It wasn't great, but it did taste better. Um, and then no, it's still we went Budweiser, to bed. I refuse to comment on no, the no. You of went to bed. You and Chud went to bed, oh, and then right. John and Jeremy and I went to find a dispensary. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, is that yes. that night? Yes. yes. I forgot so about then, this. That was right. We went to a dispensary. I thought I didn't realize that was the same night. Holy crap. Dude, we got fucking wrecked super quick. That's hilarious. Sorry, you're not you're you're all you're all like in slow mo mode right now, AJ. Oh no, did we lose him? Oh, you're back. You're back. Oh, you're back. Okay, I think you're back now. So restart all, all right. the dispensary talk. So yeah, we we go to this dispensary. I have no idea how they served us because we must have been wasted. Because I it's vaguely vague. remember, vaguely remember this. And then those fucking Vegas 
Vega, yeah, indulge ourselves in some uh, left-handed cigarettes. And <laughs> at some point, we're walking, and I like at some point I realize that I can't find my phone. So I remember <laughs> I more. Have... I remember more of this. Yeah, so we, what happened was there. you went into the dispensary, <laughs> and me and Jeremy were like standing outside next to some interesting. Uh, local flavor, I'll call it. Interesting locals. And, like, you come out with these three fucking joints, and they're all, like, mega size. It was just like, Jesus Christ. So, we... Uh, it was all they had, man. <laughs> we basically, we, we smoked this entire fucking joint. Like, we were just walking and smoking this joint. We, we smoked the whole fucking thing. And then... You and me were both pretty fucking drunk, and we we're just rowdy, and we're like shoving, shoving each other and stuff. And at some point, I think like, oh, that's how your fucking wrist got fucked. Isn't that's it? how your wrist got fucked. So, <laughs> at some point, I pushed you. Like, I think you, you kind of pushed me, and maybe I went a little overboard, and I pushed you a little bit harder than I should have, and you fell down, and it uh, hurt right your wrist. On my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> right on your wrist. Um, and then like. At some point, like you were gooned, you were actually oh, more yeah. gooned. Oh, I was shit like, It was the only night like, I could get shit fights. Me and Jeremy were like really, really drunk, but you were just like belligerently, just like, <laughs> guys, I lost my phone. Guys, I lost my phone. And then I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's okay. We'll find it. We'll just retrace our steps. We haven't gone that far. And you're like, no, man, I lost my phone. And then like, so Jeremy pulls it up on the fucking like, I'm like, dude, you can just look it up. Just type in find my iPhone if you've got data. So Jeremy, Jeremy does that. He was and we're tracking hero. it. And, and, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, me, meanwhile, he's literally looking on a map at where it is. And we're walking towards you like, oh, it's gone. I'm never going. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> I lost my phone. No, I I do remember this part. Like once we once we like once the fear hit me, my memory comes back, right? So I remember like Jeremy finds it, and we like got to the point on the side of the road, and it's like over these huge power cables, and he's like, "Your phone is like down this dirt road," which I don't even. I guess I went down there to go take a pee. And I have no recollection <laughs> of that. And so he's, he's, this is like somewhere where you'd think you'd find a dead body is kind of like where this phone would drop. And it's just lying in the middle of this dirt pad. And I'm like, how the fuck did my phone get here? And Jeremy was just like, oh, well, yeah, when you went to go take a pee, you like fell on your way down. <laughs> <laughs> so found my phone oh, and then that was I, an excellent evening that was such that a was. quick evening that like that it was excellent zero to 100 in like minutes very quick yeah very that was quick. a premature ejaculation of an evening but it was a good time well for oh, you yes. guys yeah. our ejaculation <laughs> lasted longer that's the thing is <laughs> shot, so this ties into the day two yeah which is um me and chad <laughs> had to get up at like 8 a.m to go to our painting class yeah. So that was the reason why we went to bed early. Dreamy but... Matt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt. That was a great class. But yeah, that was this Friday was ended up being me and Chud's uh day together. We did like the Yeah. Class. I, feel... <laughs> I feel like there was a reoccurring theme of a romance between you and Chud and a romance of me and AJ. I feel I, like we definitely little... paired off in romances. <laughs> we, we... <laughs> Sounds like a, <laughs> an orgy. We paired off. <laughs> 
Well, we definitely had like Sorry. a like y- you and uh, <laughs> you and Chad definitely went on went on a lot of uh, mandates, we and did. I think that me and me and AJ went on a few mandates. It was definitely like a you know it was empowering. Yeah, we did, we didn't meet a celebrity chef, but no. You know. So here, here, so we start with the Friday. I'll, I'll do. I'll start the Friday off. So I start off with waking up at seven a.m. because that's what I wake up every day. These two assholes are just past the f out, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine. fine. And I say, I think I start singing, and John's like, shut oh. the fuck up. <laughs> so annoying. We're just like, I wanted to kill you. I have no recollection of this no, at all. I woke up, so done. I woke up, and you both were gone. And I was like, it's like, I think it was ten thirty or something yeah. like that. Your class is like almost half over, yeah. and I'm just getting up, and and. I'm just like, where the fuck are they? And John's like, you didn't fucking hear too? Like, just singing his ass off? I want to point out how loud I was singing. It was like the softest, just calm tone oh, to John's. Right. Was like, I'm fucking like, dying in my head right now. <laughs> fucking go to fucking bed. <laughs> so I get up. I get changed. I, uh... I cover up John's ass, and then uh, I have to wake up. I go to wake up Chud. Chud does not wake up initially. Is my ass exposed? So your ass was straight up exposed. <laughs> I guess because you're like, I guess whatever movements you do in your night, your your uh, boxers like rode up. <laughs> <laughs> so it looked like you've been running a marathon. <laughs> In your sleep, <laughs> so just just look over to these like hairy chapped buttocks. <laughs> and, oh yeah, first night me and John shared a bed. Yeah, um, well we figured if we were gonna fly on every fucking flight together, together we might as well. And <laughs> you know what was funny is I felt you less. So like out of all of yeah, the nights sure. of sharing beds with people, me and you didn't touch the most. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, because like, me and AJ should... definitely touched the most. Yeah, um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I barely f- noticed that you were a person beside me. Whereas with Chud, it was very different. I think Chud cuddled me a little bit on the last night or whatever. But <laughs> do what you gotta do, oh, but a- a- you need human interaction. Yeah, AJ went a little tinkle. AJ went tinkle. AJ, yeah. He had we to pull just, out his dangle for yeah. a tinkle. I was just telling John that uh, when we, me and him shared the bed the first night, we didn't feel each other at all. But when everyone, ever, everyone shared everywhere else, we felt everybody else. <laughs> the two biggest guys were the most comfortable beside <laughs> each other. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I wake up, I go down, and there's this massive lineup. So like, when you walked out of our first hotel room, there's this like weird like light up shoe store and like this restaurant. Oh yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and so for the first night. Yeah, yeah. So then there's this huge huge lineup. I was like, oh, what's this? Like, oh, this is where this is the lineup to register. <clears throat> it's like eight a.m. I was like, shit, our class is at nine, and we have to register before this. So I run back up and wake up Chud. I was like, dude, we need to go down now because we need to go register and this line is massive. And he's like, ah! <laughs> Chud puts our clothes on, grabs stuff, comes down, and then we're waiting in line to, uh, to go and register. We finally get in there. And then uh, line up went pretty, but we go to Matt's class. Now, at this point, me and Chud have not drinking an ounce of water, a coffee, or eaten. <laughs> at all. <laughs> so we go to start this class and we're already feeling kind of shitty. And then the class is like 
five hours long or something like that. And so, was it really that long? Yeah. Oh, I guess it was till like one. Yeah, it was one, four hours. Yeah, four. So yeah, nine to one thirty is what it was. Yeah, yeah, okay. Four so, and a half hours. Yeah, four and a half hours. So we, uh, so we start it, and I got to learn the magnificence that is of Chud's note-taking abilities. Mm, yeah. Well, he is a reporter. Exactly. You know. So I was, I started taking notes, and he was. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna read off your notes. It was like a bad kid in school. Yeah. Like I'm gonna just cheat off your test. <laughs> But so we did that course, but like halfway through, both me and him were like sitting in chairs, and we're like kind of passing out from like famine. Essentially, we're just like so hungry and so thirsty, and so we get, get through the class, and the class was amazing. We got I got to finally meet uh, Matt in person because he's been on the podcast. Um, of course, yeah, yeah, he's DPHO himself. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a banana! <laughs> but John just showed his banana. There it is again. And not not the peelable guy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um, you have to peel them off his short shorts. But um, so we meet Matt and we're joking around and stuff. But then we finally get over class and you guys are messaging us like, "Where the fuck are you guys? We're gonna go have a game well, with Scott." Yeah, this is this is where we'll take over. So yeah. like, you guys leave. I wake up just like with a pounding headache, having no. <clears throat> Drunk is you guys start is, all I over. totally start woke that all up. Over again, but. Start that again. Guys leave. Uh, damn it. Damn stupid. Pounding headache. Uh, so basically, I woke up, like, didn't realize you guys had even left. Like, I was waking up just wanting to roll over and, and spoon Chud, and he was gone. <laughs> so I end up, like, get up. I think we, like, slowly got up. We went, to, we went and got. We went to Wahlburgers for breakfast. Me and John had our, like, hungover. That was a fucking good breakfast. burger. It was a very good burger. Um, and then we, you know, you, you're talking about the registry line of, like, 50 people D. We got there. There's, like, two people in front of us. So we really <laughs> yeah. registered for, for the LVO. And then went over, and uh, the 30K Mega Battle was going on at the time. So went over and met... David finally in person and hit, met his lovely wife and got to see some of the mega battle going on. There was like the Warlord Titan, like tons of knights. There was a whole bunch of Warhounds. It was definitely very awesome. Those teams were stacked in the favor of the traders so hard. It was like, oh my god. It was like, look over. It's like a Warlord Titan and the only falchion that's on the, that's on the tables on the trader side as well. I was like, oh god. That sucks oh, for you I, guys. I Warlord was on the loyalist side, no? No, it was traitor. <laughs> Fully traitor. So I did they? I'm assuming they won. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. It went yeah. too long. I know that Warlord yeah. didn't die. No, definitely didn't. <laughs> but that thing is huge. That's the first time I've ever seen one in person, and like that is the size. Wow. Literally, is the size of a small child. Oh yeah, like mm -hmm. it is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculously huge. So we stuck around there for a little bit. I know at that point I popped over uh, once um, Caleb and Cat from CK um, Studios was there. So I think I left you, John, around there and went and chatted with Cat uh, and Caleb and talked about details of the upcoming Victoria class. And it was awesome to see them and. Got to see some of Caleb's uh, his entry that he was putting in to 
the painting challenge, which is the the uh, Reaver Titan of uh, it was uh, Jesus Carl Carl Tuttle from the independent characters. He painted his so. Carl brought it back so that Caleb could enter it, and Jesus Christ, is that thing amazing. He ended up winning one of the awards for that, which was super cool to actually see it in the flesh. Um, and at some point in that morning when you guys were in the painting course, we met the man, the myth, the legend, Scott from uh, Radio Free Avon. Yeah, I think we just walked Scott by was, him. Yeah, right? I think so. Like, we, was, like, I heard his hotel voice. Lobby. Yeah, I heard the voice, the dreamy voice of Scott. And, You're like, uh, Scott, I love you. Yeah, just <laughs> immediately tried to give him a, a non-reluctant handjob. <laughs> um, but, you know, this was at the point where Scott was still, like, recovering from his... Le- leaking. His anal, his anal leakage. <laughs> yes, exactly. <clears throat> so we set up a game between um, the four of us, me, John, Teo, and Scott... Teo brought his Iron Warriors, so him and Scott teamed up as fellow Iron Warrior bros, and then John and I teamed up. Uh, reluctantly, I had to go to the trader side, but, uh, you know, anything for Scott. So uh, we had a good team game after you guys got out of your painting class and you went running for food and feverishly. What did you end up going to get? We ended did up go going to, to that pizza place and got those meatball. we got meatball subs. Oh, I wish I'd tried that. That pizza was good. good. Pizza was good, too, so imagine. Yeah, Yeah. so we had an awesome game there, and then who wants to take over post-game? I guess, in the end, Teo and and Scott won. It was a great great game. No, wasn't it a tie? No, it was a tie. It was a tie. We thought they were going to win, and then it was a tie. It was a personal win because... uh... John got so pissed off at my play tour model. Oh my god. That fucking <laughs> that thing. That was so funny. I put, so what was it? I, I think I put, uh, by the end of it, I put 11 instant death wounds on it. And, he just and it passed die. every single invulnerable. <laughs> yeah. That was, you were not a happy after that rolling no. session. Yeah. <laughs> just, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty funny. So, who wants to take over <laughs> after that? Like, I think this was Friday night was when you and Chad went on your date together, right? Yeah. So uh, after we played the game, Chad went exploring, and then we went back to. Oh, we all kind of all went back to the hotel room at this point, because I, I yeah. knew that you and everyone kind of wanted to have a calm night that night because we had to get up the next early next morning. Yep. So, uh, but me yeah, and Chad had a reservation at Giada's, which ended up being just literally across the street. So me and Chad end up going to have like a romantic dinner together, which is really funny because when we walk in there, it's just me and him and the host is like, for two? And we're like, yeah, for two. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she like takes us to our seat and like the maitre d' whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the guy, somebody, she's like, oh, what are you two guys celebrating? We're like, friendship. <laughs> 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 and he's just like. Would you guys want to do the uh, the the tasting menu with each other? We're like, oh, what what's that? They're like, oh, you guys share a tasting menu dishes. Like, like what's what they're supposed to a- advertise to like couples and stuff like that. Couples. Yeah, so we're like, no, 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 we're okay. We won't do that. So, the we get some food. The thing that was like the most amazing about the, one of the food items was the um, the sweet balsamic um, uh, soaked grapes. Oh. 
They were so good. And then so sounds had, pretty good. And you guys had you guys did you guys try the meatballs that we brought back? I did. They yeah, were the meatballs so were really good. good. Yeah, they were yeah, cold yeah. and they were still good. Yeah. And so we so uh, we got that. We got a nice bottle of wine. So me and Chad were just conversing, talking to each other, finding out about just really getting in deep with each other, talking about life. Talking um, about life. Yeah, we we, we, we were gone for like two hours. It was just pretty much just just talking. Yeah, you, and when you guys were doing that, yeah, we. We met back up with Scott. Yeah. Did we just lose John? Did we? What's up? No, no. No, he just talked about video. I'm here. So we, yeah, no, no. We um, we hooked up with Scott. He came back up, met us at the at the hotel in oh, our yeah. hotel room when uh, you guys were out for dinner. You know, to, for to enjoy more of uh, indulging oh. in what Vegas had to offer, and uh, and then that's when you guys basically. We came, came back. Yeah, we came back. So this is the no. This is the second room. This is we came back to the our new room at this point. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because you guys, we when we were in the painting room. class, you guys moved everything over for us, which is super. Yeah, helpful. we they they oversewed the hotel and put us in the crappy room or the crappy older hotel. Yeah. <laughs> the stank room. The stank room. Yeah, so we had to like pack yours and Chud's shit up during the day and drunkenly hung over like move everything over to the new room. But glad we did it because the new room was dope. Yeah, it was way better. Yeah. Yeah. So we get yeah. back to the hotel room and then we show you guys a picture of me and Chud with Giada. And Scott I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no. Neither did I. I, I don't know celebrity chefs, yeah. but, but Scott I guess knows this who is she was. And he, Scott was like, "Dude, she is a smoke show." He was. He was. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he it. definitely he definitely used that term. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, we come back. I don't think we really did much else that night. No, yeah, me and I'm Chad to remember. painted. Me and Chad painted some of his models. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What did we do? A bunch of... I don't think we did anything. We didn't really. We just chilled in the hotel because we all wanted to be. We were somewhat responsible that night and wanted. Yeah, I think we were super hungover too. Like so we hungover that we didn't want to drink. Yeah, because I don't remember. Well, we still drank, but not anywhere near as much. No. No, not even close. But, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, we we switched beds that night. So we I all, was sleeping uh, with AJ. I, yeah. Yeah. And I got Chad to all to myself. <laughs> yeah, it was a rotation throughout the entire weekend of who was sleeping with who. So there was no fights over Chad because yeah, you know, damn right, should be fighting over. And yeah, so relatively tame night that night. I. What did we do for dinner that night, John? I'm trying to remember. Was uh, it Rocket Place? Um, lunch? The Rocket Place down down in the basement area. Oh, that's right. We did ramen for lunch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A late no, lunch. No, ramen was like Saturday, wasn't it? Or wasn't that like Sunday or something? We were gaming. It definitely, no, it was definitely on Friday. And then okay. we went to the Rocket Place for, um, and had those wicked burgers. So we had double burgers on Friday. And then... <laughs> And then for we went back to the hotel room, went to bed, and we were super stoked because it looked like they had an awesome breakfast. So we were like, "All right, Saturday before, we'll go back, oh, and back to terrible. Rockets and have like a." No, it wasn't open. That's right. And yeah. And then we had to go to the dip place, which was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was terrible. Yeah, woke up early, went and got ourselves a terrible breakfast on Saturday for the beginning of day one of the 
the narrative for fucking so, like fifteen dollars or whatever it was with this shitty break. Yeah, it was definitely not enjoyable. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we had in total 16 players for the narrative. We had people literally from around the world, which is awesome. We had a bunch of guys from Australia. We had uh, the dreamy Greg Dan from the UK. We had a bunch of guys Myrmidons. from the greetings from the world. Myrmidons. I could just listen to Greg talk like just could read a phone book to me and you know, I'd find it. That fucking guy. That fucking guy. It's just chirping me. Just chirpy. Ooh. Greg Dan. Right? Yeah. <laughs> fucking chirpy so, yeah, all I, weekend. Well let's <laughs> let's get let's get into that. So we we started the narrative. Uh I did the, the kickoff and got everyone set up and basically everyone paired off between the eight traders, eight loyalists, <clears throat> and um <clears throat> maybe you guys can talk about some of your games for day one. Yeah. Uh John, you can go first if you want. Yeah, my first game was against uh, Greg, and uh, yeah, I I hadn't uh, listened to the Imperial Truth for a little while, but I definitely recognized his voice. Um, it, was, it was yeah, it was it was interesting, and uh, it had a great game with him. He had a very um, tame down uh, Mechanicum list with a lot of uh, Myrmidons in it, Myrmidons, and um, he had uh, it was it was pretty funny because he had a something that was potentially very broken that I'd ever never actually heard of or thought about, but, uh, fucking, uh, what, what's that? What's that? What are those guys called? Night errands? Yeah, night errand. Yeah. Yeah. There night was a librarian, librarian with a jet with, uh, with jetpack. And like the way that he was running it, it was super tame, but if he had run biomancy on that squad, Oh my God, <laughs> like, Oh, which, yeah. which would be which nasty. Could have, Which yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> I never so, yeah, thought we, of doing anything like that. We had our game where it was like if you roll a one or a two, you roll half distance, you roll a two or a three, you go normal, and then if you roll a four or five, it goes or five or a six, it goes uh, double distance for everything. And uh, yeah, the game was sort of uh, uh, like I'll be completely honest, it was it was definitely in my favor. Like, like he, we definitely looked at each other's lists, and it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like he was just like, all right, guess I'm going up against a falchion. And uh, at at one point, famously in this game, uh, his his Ursarax uh, failed. A, I think it was like an eight inch charge to, against a falchion that I was very worried about. And uh, he put he put up a picture of it on the uh, on the Imperial Truth page, and it just had like my dong in the background, which was interesting. Um, and he didn't even, he didn't even realize what he had done. And then it was just like blowing up with like, I think it ended up, ended up with like 50 friggin' comments or something. Like it's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good game. Uh, I can't really remember like a ton of the super specifics, but I did win pretty handily. Um, I think we both kind of expected it just looking at our lists, uh, his list was very tame, like I said uh, earlier, um, but it was interesting. Uh, I actually, on so the second game of the day, I think, what did I play against? Um, man, it's been like a while now. I'm actually trying to remember what my second game was. Wait a month, this is the problem. <laughs> second game. Well, Teo, you, why don't you do your first okay, game? Okay, you do that first, double. yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So my first game was against the uh, the predatory nature list that I kept calling it. <laughs> which the was, all predator list. Was the all predator list? The Emperor's Children Army with like all old tanks. Oh man, that was such a cool. That was a beautiful. beautiful. So, because it was that scenario where you get like double movement and stuff, and if my Iron Warriors army is everything's on foot, now there's there is nothing in transports. So, but on I moved up, and obviously ten Tyrant Seeds Terminators are going to start blowing away some predators. It's kind of an obvious thing. Yeah. So I start hitting hurting some tanks. I start hurting his uh, um uh his yeah that was lady. Russell Russell's Russell yeah yeah and then so he does his turn too. He kills like six of my. Tyrant Seeds Terminators, which is good. Um, and then kind of flubs on most other things. But then my Knight, Accordus, and my Iron Circle all rode sixes for the movement thing. So the Knight, yeah. knight moved 24 inches. The Iron Circle moved 12. Oh, and the Tyrant Siege as well. And the Tyrant Siege moved 12 up. And the Accordus moved 12. So on, the, so on turn two, I was in combat with like hard-hitting anti-tank units. Against his entire tank army. Uh, he yeah. was pretty much tabled by the turn four. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, uh, I, I think that predator yeah. list definitely had holes. It was a very, I think it would have been a very good list against certain armies, but it's definitely one of those lists that's like, it looks scarier than it is to and a lot, it, of, to it, a lot it, of armies. It didn't help that he shot like two predator squadrons, a Fellblade, a Sicarian, and a Venator into my two iron circle and failed to yep. do anything. Yep. He's just like, Ugh. I mean, I re-will before that, man, 75% chance of success. It's pretty crazy. And so, uh, they didn't take it. They didn't die. And then, yeah, they just got in and start wrecking stuff. So yeah, that game went really quick. Like, I think, I don't think I had any long games the entire weekend. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you did I. very, very well, but, uh, we'll get, We'll get to that in a bit. So, John, just to refresh your memory, um, there was John with the Iron Hands. Um, Greg, you you played Jeremy with his Mechanicum, Bill with his Raven Guard, Mark with the uh, his Imperial Fist, Andy with his Imperial Fist, Austin with Blood Angels, and Nicholas with his Thousand Sons. I know you played Thousand Sons, but I believe that was day two. Oh, yes. I think that was... Yeah, I think that was day two. So I believe my second game was Bill with his uh, Raven Guard. Yeah, because we were beside yeah, each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that was an awesome game. Uh, Bill, like, I, I, the one thing I want to say right off the bat here is every single opponent was fucking amazing. Like, everyone was really great to play against. Uh, Bill was definitely, like, one of my favorite opponents. He is very clearly the spirit. Uh, him, He has the spirit of Matt. That dude is like Matt's oh, cousin, really? like flat out. He <laughs> sounds like Matt. He has the same mannerisms as Matt, and he's got these just chill the way that Matt is. Like I was definitely like, man, you are so much like Matt. Like I just immediately liked him. Um, you asked yeah, me I know. If he was a virgin? <laughs> no, I didn't get that far. I was <laughs> too too mesmerized by his eyes <laughs> to ask him <laughs> such silly things. No, that was a good game. Um, he had a Raven Guard list that was, uh, I think it was, uh, I can't remember the term for it, but it has a bunch of militia in it. It's the I think v- it, uh, Reclamation Force or something like that? Yeah, I think I think so. They're all, they're all like fearless when they're within a distance of uh, Legion of Stardes, I believe. Um, he was a great opponent. Uh, in the end, 
I can't really remember exactly what his list looked like. I think it had an Aegis defense line and uh, two uh, Lehman Russes, Lehman Russ Vanquishers. I think they were, uh, yeah. or maybe they no, maybe they had bank. Actually, maybe they had uh, battle cannons uh, with a bunch of militia, and they were all behind a defense line. And then he had a land raider with, uh, I think it was veterans in it, and a um, storm eagle with veterans in it. And uh, I think he had two grav rapiers or three grav rapiers, maybe it was. And uh, yeah, so I believe I went first, if I remember correctly. Um, the falchion kind of did what the falchion does and fucked up some Lehman Russes. Uh, I didn't really initially take much damage. It was definitely like the the early parts of the game were fairly one-sided. Um, I had, I think, more firepower than him and a lot of heavy armor that was pretty difficult for him to to take out. But later on in the game, he played super smart and he, he actually managed to get to my Falchion and destroy it. Um, and uh, I think he might have... I think he might have killed my Spartan as well. Definitely killed a squad of just Aaron. And, uh, yeah, it was really, uh, it ended up being in my favor, I think considerably points wise, but if you looked at what was on the table, it was a fairly, like, it was still probably in my favor, but it was a pretty good game. Like it was definitely yeah, like, like he, he put up a really good wise, fight. Mission wise, okay. like it went to you, but still on the table, it was, it was pretty even handed. This fairly even-handed. I think, like I said, I, I think it was still probably in my favor because I had more, more killing potential on the table. I still had a very large squad of just Aaron with my uh, Praetor, which would have been pretty hard for him to deal with. But, but yeah. considering, like, it, yeah, I had also lost my Falchion. I, I think I had lost my Spartan, or the, maybe it was. Yeah, I think I had the Land Raider still, and maybe the Spartan was dead, or maybe the Spartan was down to one hall point. And uh, he had like pretty much most of his militia was still alive, and uh, the Storm Eagle was still there. And uh, the veteran squad, I think I managed the one that destroyed my uh, Falchion. I think I cut them down. I think that was kind of the end of the game. I think he had a Land Raider alive as well. And uh, yeah, so it was a good, really good game. Uh, it turned out, like I said, a, a, like a, a victory for me pretty, pretty handily. Um, and then I believe my third game was against... Uh, was it against Imperial Fists? Or was Mark. that the second game? Was that Mark on the first day, or was that Mark on the second day? Ozzy Mark. Yeah. I feel like that was the second day. Okay. I feel like my third game was against Thousand Sons. Ah, uh, against Nicholas. Why? Well, yeah. So uh, let me look at your score here. Yeah, you you won the first three games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the third game was against Nicholas, who was a seriously great opponent, very smart player, and very uh, sporting. Uh, but this was an interesting game because this was actually my first game against Full Out that Thousand Sons with Magnus. Mm-hmm. And I came out of that game learning a lot, quite frankly, about how broken Thousand Sons are. Like, that was my first experience of just like, oh my god. These guys are so unbelievably broken. It's it's crazy. So basically, this game for honestly as a matchup, like my list for against him was probably the worst list that he could have come up against because my list is all in very uh, heavy armor 
and able to turtle up and he was playing a drop list with magnus and a bunch of uh Sekhmet terminators and a bunch of uh, regular terminators and then a bunch of veterans and rhinos and so the way the game went was pretty much everything dropped in around i turtled up in the corner i knew that this was going to be kind of the only way that i could win was to sort of um play play to the advantage of being able to shoot and can charge yeah, so i tur- turtled what's that play a little kg mm-hmm. yeah as well as i could because i knew it was going to be a tough game right and um yeah so it was a little ridiculous so on the first turn he brought down all all of his stuff i think he ended up with i think he had for a second turn which is how he wanted it but i kind of just turtled up in the corner uh the second turn uh all most of his terminators arrived uh he had a couple rhinos that were deployed initially but they were out of line of sight from me and the way that the table was was very very hard to draw line of sight across the table um my falchion was definitely in a weird position with my deployment i had a tough time getting uh, shots off with it and against anything that wasn't uh, really extremely close to me but so magnus comes down and he has uh, five segment terminators and so to give you an idea of how fucking powerful these guys are I had a Spartan, a Land Raider, a Falchion, uh, two Rhinos, one with Veterans, and one with Volkite support Marines, and then um, five Justarian and the Land Raider, six Justarian and the and the the uh, um, Spartan, and a jacked up Praetor and the Spartan as well with a Paragon Blade. Um, when Magnus came down. They didn't really do much damage to me because they had combi weapons and stuff, but I had ceramite on everything, so his his shooting when he came down was fairly ineffectual. Um, I fired everything in my army at Magnus, like you do, uh, and his segment. So that was a total of ten twin link twin link las cannon shots and a volcano cannon shot directly onto a squad that was balled up so it was hitting every model. And then I charged that squad with uh, a full unit of six Just Aaron with power fists and chain fists, uh, jacked up Praetor, and then another five-man unit of Just Aaron. Now, to give you an idea of how crazy these guys are, they took all of that and lost four Sekhmet Terminators and Magnus took a wound. That's all of that. So the whole um, minus one to hit with everything is very, very, very powerful. Like that, that adds up way more than what you might think it does. And when you get into combat, it gets particularly bad because once the segment terminators were eliminated, or were at least uh, there was only one left with Magnus. Their weapon skill majority goes up to six, right? So you're hitting on five. You're hitting on fours then, and then it's minus one. So now you're hitting on fives. And not only are you hitting on fives, Magnus is now jacked up with uh, iron arms, so he's toughness nine. So you're hitting on fives and you're wounding on sixes. Yeah. Um, on a five hundred point model, so it was definitely like, uh, like I said, my opponent was great, and he was really like, he was the best he possibly could have been, like total total joy to play with 
but I definitely found myself in that game being like a little bit frustrated. It was just like, wow, this is so like just broken. Um, I did manage to kill Magnus. I had to throw everything in my army at him. But considering the way that the the the, the scenario was, it should it just shouldn't have taken as much as it took. Um, the segment having a three up and vulnerable save and being able to reroll ones is also a little bit ridiculous uh, for guys that cost essentially the same as just Aaron mm-hmm. points wise. Um, yeah. But it was an interesting learning experience, and it was definitely like, okay, this is field data. This is me actually experiencing what uh, what Magnus and what the 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 Death Star can kind of be like. Mm. Um, but it was a really good game. Like I said, he played really smart. Uh, there was I got a lot of points for killing Magnus in the segment squad. I think there was a there might have been a Praetor yeah, in there you, as well. You did, you did kill him in the end. Right? I did, so. and it was a very close game. I think in the end it ended up being uh, I think it was something like seven victory points to eleven victory points or something like that. Five, yeah, so five, it two was very close. Yeah, and, yeah, and if okay. people are confused, like John obviously oh, plays the horse yeah, yeah. traders. And Nicholas was like we had an imbalance of traders and loyalists, and Nicholas uh, was very gracious and went to Swap. the loyalist side. So you know, definitely sportsman votes uh, for him. But yeah, amazing. He was an excellent army. opponent. It was a beautiful army, excellent opponent. Um, I really look forward to when Thousand Sons are rebalanced, so that they're not the the negative stigma. Uh, isn't attached them because they are a beautiful army and they're very cool um, to see on the table. Yeah. And Magnus is a fantastic model. So, Teo, what about uh, your third game? Uh, well, my second game, because John went on a tear there. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> my second game was actually against Scott from Radio Fierce Man. Ah, right, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that was Iron Warriors versus Iron Warriors, and uh, he didn't go well for Scott. <laughs> um <laughs> He moved up, and then so like uh, we both moved up, kind of towards each other. But all of his stuff is in rhinos, and then I proceed to just like open up all of his rhinos. I kill almost all of his. Uh, I kill one full squad of uh, quad mortars turn one, and kill the other squad turn two. Um, at the bottom of. How did you kill them? I have twenty missiles. Siege tyrant. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're, okay. Siege, I just didn't know what you were using. Yeah, Siege Tyrant and Plasma Cannons. And uh, <laughs> so I kill, yeah, all of his quad mortars pretty handily for the first one squad. He gets one round of shooting with the second squad, and he shoots Shatter Shells into my knight and fails to do anything. And then uh, we all kind of move towards each other. Then my knight charges his Iron Circle and proceeds to roll two sixes on them. Oof. Uh, and then from there, uh, and then yeah, kills his Praetor. There's not that much to do there. Um, and then his Leviathan came in my backfield, um, killed a tactical squad, um, and then got stuck in with my Praetor and a Breacher squad. And then the Praetor uh, ended up killing the Leviathan. You're lucky bastard. That week. Yeah, the Praetor did do tons of work that weekend. So. In my first... no, the, and the breachers, though, right? Did oh yeah, so do a lot better than you what you thought. It was really funny because like people would like charge into me, um, they charge into like the breachers and be like, "Okay, I get this." I was like, "No, you don't." I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah." So like, I get one attack. I'm like, "Yep, sure do." Yeah. 
<laughs> and so yeah. like, they would just get stuck in with the breachers and the breachers was would live long enough to where either my dreadnoughts or my iron circle or the, even the knight could just get into that comet and sweep them. Right. And yeah, I feel like breachers actually aren't that bad. Like, no. Um, yeah, with for the, the points. points. Yeah, with the points reduction, it helped. And the fact that I don't have to take morale checks from shooting with them. So I can just keep walking up the table with impunity. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so then uh, they just yeah just kept getting stuck in. Like, so Scott's Leviathan goes in there. He's like, okay, I got like four attacks or whatever. Rolls his attack. Okay, got three hits. Okay, two wounds. Okay, if I fa- if I pass one of those invulnerable saves, his Leviathan one guy. kills one guy. Yeah, he's just totally. Like, oh, he's not gonna. He's gonna take him forever to get through that preacher squad. So yeah, his Leviathan popped down. Phosphex, an entire tactical squad, and then got stuck into the Breacher squad for the rest of the game. And mm-hmm. Scott's Leviathan nice. went on a tear that tournament as well. Oh, that yeah. game before, dude, that motherfucking thing killed four Castleax, Thanatar. Thanatar. Yeah. I think it might have fucked up a Falchion a bit. I can't remember oh, if it actually his, got. I don't know. His, his, his uh, Leviathan just tore my army to shreds in that double game. It was yeah. Great. He just we didn't devote enough shooting to line. it. Oh. No, yeah, it. it I, it I fucked up because I was I was sh- I was trying to shoot a iron circle and try to get the like blast to hit multiple things and hoping for sixes, but that did not happen. No. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so yeah, I just end up just kind of stomping over Scott's army and then uh, by like turn end of turn three, he just gave up because he had like three tactical marines and a rhino left on the table. And I'm sure he wanted a nap because yeah. I know that he was just between every round he was just going back and trying to sleep. He was still yeah. feeling. I think me and Scott's like, game took a total of really like 35 shitty. minutes. So Jesus. I couldn't believe how quickly your first two games were done. Like yeah. I think your first one, you had like almost like an hour and 45 minutes until the next round or yeah. something crazy. And like doing two. I'm, I'm already a naturally fast player, but just just how it was working out, just like. People just died in droves against what my army was. And, like, the funny thing is, is I thought my army was fairly weak practicing it before we went to LVO. Well, your your army is unconventional, right? So I feel like it it sort of, um, it doesn't compete with the meta in the same way that the armies, other armies do, because it is so unconventional. And you definitely have the strength of having a bunch of big smashy units that, um enough of that that could be pretty overwhelming i think if you didn't have the answers for them i a lot of people didn't have the answers for that army um yeah they were just like oh i kill or like a death star goes and kills a breacher squad over like two rounds of combat and just kind of stands there with his dick in his mouth so (laughs) in his mouth not in the wind (laughs) 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 uh that was a saturday uh, for games, and then no, you got one. You oh got yeah, one so, more I played Alpha, so I played Alpha Legion, and this is where because like yeah, they, Callum, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was playing him, and again, he drops down a Leviathan, and a Breacher Squad gets stuck over the Leviathan, and it just kind of derps around the entire game. Um, he's the first person to kill my Iron Circle, though. But um, Alpharis kind of came around with a veteran tactical squad. And then just got its crap pushed in by uh... – so he he killed all but three of my Tyrant Siege. Uh, he killed my Iron Circle. So he did more damage to me than any other person. But then he didn't shoot the knight at all. 
and then like didn't even try to attempt to shoot the knight. And then uh, Alferis comes around the corner with the vet squad, and then I take out a bunch of the vets. So it's just like a sergeant, vet sergeant, and uh, Alferis left. So then I shoot the squad with my knight and get like five hits, um, get five wounds because the majority toughness rule. And then uh, he instantly, yeah, so sergeant dies because they be two, and then Alferis has to take four involves. He fails one of them, and now he's concussed. So the knight charges in and uh, the, yeah. So the knight charges in and just like hits him, rolls a six to moon, and Alpharis is just taken off the table. Brutal. Yeah, and then the knight just goes over and like eats stuff. And um, the other funny thing was like um, he had like he had this like plasma squad. You got like the plus one toughness and plus one plus skill and cover and stuff like this. And I just didn't go near it. And he's just like, "Why are you coming close to it?" I was like, "Cause I'm not stupid." Yeah. <laughs> And so I didn't move because I had to be in his deployment zone or whatever. So I just stayed out of his 24 inches for most of the game and then just ran, like, a tactical squad into his deployment zone for, like, three victory points <laughs> at the at the end of the game. So, again, just, like, the, the people underestimating what breachers can do in combat and just, like, how stuck in they'll get. Yeah, that's the thing about them that seems to be definitely the most most powerful is just their ability to, like, slow down units. Yeah, yeah. And the fi- the five up and vulnerable in combat, man. It's it adds I mean, up. It's, on a big man. It really big does. Unit, it does. It adds up. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, that game, uh, I I I think I got beat him like eleven to like three or something like that. So, yeah. uh, checking the scores here, it would yeah four. Yeah, eleven yeah. to four. Yeah, eleven uh, being max points. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that was my third game on Saturday. And then what did we do after we, that? We kind of just What did we do after that? We we went and hit we went and got pizza. Oh yeah. The five right. of us we all went out uh, for dinner. Yeah. Got our good deep pizza. dish uh Chicago style pizza and then we went and the 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 hashtag of Chud Needs Hennessy was born. That's Walking right, the strip. Mm. And then I screamed fill her up in Caesar's Palace and scared a bunch of people. That was great. Yeah, so we uh, what did we do? We went we went out for dinner and then we went back up to the hotel room, uh, grabbed some. Oh, did we? That's right. We grabbed some grabbed some liquor drinks and I brought my little backpack thingy so we could carry liquor drinks with us and then we just went and walked the strip. Fucking yeah, and Chud had his uh, onesie on. Yeah, Chud wore his his um, his fucking Yoshi suit. I threw on my vest and my mullet. Did you? I threw on my mullet. Yep. Yeah, and we we got a lot. We just went and hit the strip. We went up and walked up towards oh, New did, York, New yeah. York. And then we got there's a the tub picture from the uh, bachelorette party. Yeah, we met up with that bachelorette party and like just <laughs> took some pictures for them. And then they the turned around and yeah, we all like there's this random tub that you could get in and take pictures. So we took pictures for them. They took visited New us. York. Oh, and then we Saw saw, we saw the uh, Cirque du Soleil program. Like, we saw the ads for the Cirque du Soleil Sexy. thing that uh, um, John should have been in. It was like Zumanity. Yeah, John could have definitely gone into Zumanity for sure. <laughs> and we found that one, the Hercules um, oh, yeah. gambling machine that also could have been John as well. Sweet oh, and, then, and, then, and then you did the Goonies slots that didn't make any sense. Yeah, right. I it's like, well, I just lost it all. Yeah, I wanted triple chunks, and I never got triple <laughs> yeah. chunks. Um, and then so fucking Chad got an embracing 
fucking oh, yeah. hug from some horny <laughs> horny lady oh, who so wanted funny. Yoshi. Yeah, she was like we grabbing watched, his ass. It started basically. It started at the the Bellagio fountain where we and it they played. Yeah. You're oh. waiting for the Bellagio fountain Whoa, to go off, and then song. it was the cheesiest song kiss, ever. Kiss, I kiss, kiss. So <laughs> Fuck, it was so bad. It was like, why kiss, did you choose this music? Yeah. Uh, me and Chad, <laughs> yeah, I put my toque down, and me and Chad were dancing for monies. Yeah, I definitely have a video of you guys dancing to yeah. that kiss song and drinking Hennessy. And we, I remember we had to make a stop, which Teo and fucking Chad go into this like convenience liquor store. store and store, no, yeah. it was a convenience store. I didn't even know it was a liquor store, but I guess every store in Vegas is a liquor store. And then Teo and fucking Chad come out and start handing off mini bottles of Hennessy. <laughs> like they finish oh the God. first bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So like the continuation of the Hennessy train just yeah. keeps rolling on. And, and fucking Fosters. Oh yeah, I bought five oh cans God. of Fosters. Fucking giant cans of Fosters. Showed of a can. That was so gross. It was. I can't believe you bought that. They were like one thing $2. that we were missing in. Oh, the amazing. one thing that we have not talked about that has is our spirit animal. Our, oh yeah. Our, not our oh yeah. The <laughs> spirit guide, Jowl. Yeah. Our spirit guide of Jowl rule all weekend. Menage. So much menage. There was so much menage, and like we couldn't figure out where it came from. Like we knew it was Jowl rule, but it took some serious brainstorming. <laughs> this is the first fast years, sure, right? Yeah, I was the one that that nailed it. Of just like it was when he was racing for pink slips, and the girls said that if if he won, that he was gonna sleep with both girls. And when he hit his nitrous, he was like, "Nah, hey!" But he hit that nitrous <laughs> way too soon. Yeah. And Paul yeah. Walker smoked his ass prematurely yeah. ejaculated. That 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 Vegas uh, strip walk was definitely awesome, and we got back in time. It's a to the hotel just just in time for Pitbull's set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking nightmare. And that's when, <laughs> so this is the same night that Scott and his brother Joe were like spam texting me and calling me to come out. So me and John end up going back yeah, out. Yeah, not, not Radio Free. No, 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 Scott, Scott, Scott Storm. Storm. No, Story, Scott, Scott Storm yeah. and his, and his yeah, brother. Yeah, so we end up going we out, went out to the pub crawl. Yeah, so we kind of go out to the pub crawl, which is the weirdest thing ever. Oh, I would never did. do that again. But uh, that yeah, was, was that's when he was, was trying. Not, to... uh, I would say the the one that I went to three years ago was crazy in compared. Like there was only like what fifteen people by the end by the time we hooked up with yeah. them. Yeah, like it was like it was like a hundred plus people when I was there three years ago. So I don't know what happened, but Coop Nasty man. Who, who's like friend of uh, Frontline Gaming, who was in the 30K championships. He was the leader of that thing and took was went so hard that night. And I don't know if you guys saw him on Sunday, but he was an absolute mess, but still played all of his games. And I don't know if he won or he, he did very well, but he just looked like a shell of a human being on That's Sunday. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I had some conversations with him, 
Um, I didn't know who he was, really. It was just like, I guess this is you're just this guy that people know of, I guess, and you're heading this pub crawl. It was funny. It was definitely there was a guy there who was in a full like skiing suit. Oh like yeah, a, like an eighty yeah, skiing suit. That was great. Yeah, and oh, then yeah. we got a picture of him with the mullet at the same time, and it fucking That's really great. like brought it together. That guy was the highlight of that that uh, yeah, pub sure. crawl for me. He definitely was our our people for sure. Yeah, because yeah. and... we got down, and Scott was trying to ask us to convince him to play Heresy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, right. he's like, I just want to hang out with you guys so much, but I don't want to play Heresy. They're like, well. Kind of the same bag, bro. Yeah, we don't want to really play eight. So, uh... <laughs> but okay. So this is where I also get fuzzy. When did we phone Radio Free Esteban? Was it that night? It was. Was it was that night? So after back. the pub crawl, we went up, smoked a joint in the bathroom. Yeah, I went to phone, lay down. Which... So I was in my yeah. Me again. and John are talking, and then. You barge in on her phone call to take a dump. <laughs> take a dump. Well, so, I, they... so I'll, so I'll tell you from my end. So what happened is because obviously the Hennessy apparently makes everyone gassy. <laughs> yes, it was gassy room that night. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was super gassy and I farted, and I was like, I have to fart again, but I don't know if I'm gonna shit my pants or not. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I just came in. I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I've got to make sure this isn't a pain. You weren't like, I'm sorry. You knocked on the door yeah, once and you no opened it. You were relishing in it. Yeah. You were relishing story in our discomfort. Not come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Like, the that recording is so that... fucking funny. Someone's coming in. Someone's coming in. It just sounds like a home invasion. <laughs> and really, it's just this they... big bear-like man going to take a shit in your fucking toilet while you're trying to record a podcast segment. Yeah, <laughs> trying to say love letters to Michael and Ryan, Scott, and P-Hortol Derek. Like, the thing that surprises me is that we didn't even, like, we phoned back, <laughs> but we didn't leave the washroom to phone back. No, no. We stayed in the <laughs> Which definitely tells you how much Hennessy we had to drink oh, at that, that was point. a lot of Hennessy. Uh, so who slept with who that night? I forget. Uh, uh, me and you Did and I sleep with John? No, you slept with me. You slept with no, me slept on the last night. Yeah. Or maybe, okay. maybe, oh, maybe we slept together stand. twice, actually. I think I think it might have been me and you twice. Yeah. Like we sexed her up. All I know from sleeping with AJ, you were you were you were great to sleep with, except for when you would like snore, and it said at some point you sounded like Richard Nixon sucking a dick, <laughs> like the most jolly fucking snore. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I was like, Jesus, Richard Nixon, tone her down on that dick. <laughs> the first day I slept with Chad, he definitely told me that I was I was being very aggressive with him. Just kept trying to roll over and spoon. <laughs> well, when I the night I slept with you, AJ, yeah, same thing. You're definitely pushy. Like apparently, you dominate oh, yeah. your bed at home. I definitely do. Yeah. He was a dream with me. I, don't, I didn't I have any experience like that. 
Uh, yeah, no. So then I guess we'll go to Sunday, which we're Sunday, we're, Sunday, Sunday. We weren't too bad okay. in the morning. Um, no, you're good. No, I think we, yeah. yeah, I think we had sort of planned for that. Yeah. Not like too busy. I we was were, a, even that we went out for that long strip walk. We we definitely were home a reasonable like we were definitely back in the hotel before midnight. I know that. Yeah. We were very responsible. Yeah, we were we more got, responsible we got this got whole trip than I thought our, we were gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so not the first time. I definitely <laughs> planned that. Yeah. Uh, except for Thursday. Yeah, Thursday was a, where just, I got Thursday. Yeah, you got Thursday. <laughs> um but yeah, so we go back to the game. Scott was not here for the second round, though, so you got to play. Yeah. It's, oh, we need to rewind. Wait, back to Saturday. And because we knew that Scott wasn't going to be there, we did the best painting votes. And it was the first time. So David and I did. We got everyone to set up their armies for lunch. And it was. And then David and I, who was David, was running, put all the missions together. And he was running the championships. He did the painting votes just him and i judging man that was hard it was a hard thing to do there was so many every single army there was beautiful like in, in it's, there were so many different styles everyone had their own like little flair to it and it was tough but um in the end for best painted uh trader we awarded scott from radio istvan best trader and for um the loyalist we threw that to andy with his beautiful imperial fist andy from uh greetings from the warp and man like both of those it was tough like there were so many armies that in my opinion like could easily win a best painted in you know in a different event but there can always only be one for each trader and loyalist but pressure was hard man i've never done that kind of voting and there was definitely both both David and I had to get really anal in the end of like, okay, who's this actually gonna go to and yeah. really nail nail that down. But uh yeah, so sadly Scott had to leave and go back and hopefully didn't shit his pants on the way home <laughs> like he almost did on the way there. Um but yeah, moving into Day one, it was, uh, or day two, the traders were just lagging behind by a few points. Loyalists were on top, and we had two day, two more games. First game um, was a regular two or 1v1, and then our second game was 2v2. So, gents, why don't you, uh, who wants to go first in their games? If Can you, can you I remember? I can go first. <laughs> um, All right, John, I went yeah. up against, uh, was it Mark? Was that the Australian dude's name? Yes, Ozzy Mark. Yeah, he was awesome. He was definitely like I feel like I got my little cut of uh, Eye of Horus uh, Australian like uh, crew there, just in playing (laughs) with him. It was great. Uh, Yeah, he was super awesome. Um, It it was fun because he sort of uh, he he definitely was like one of those guys. He's like. He's like he could laugh at he could laugh at the ridiculousness of, of bad rolling and shit. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, that game was fucking brutal. Uh, I shot. He he had a pretty balanced, really cool Imperial Fist army. Uh, it had a Spartan in it with uh, some um, three plus invulnerable Terminators, and it had Pollux in it. And then uh, he had a uh, Fellblade, uh, two Rhinos with tactical squads in them. 
two squads of two um, uh, Dakapreds, which were pretty awesome. And then I think he had a Sakaran as well. And um, I think that might be it. Yeah, uh, there might have been a Land Raider in there, but I can't remember. I, I don't know that there was. I don't think was, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was, but yeah, it was. So it was a solid list. It was a good list. Um, but uh, unfortunately for him, uh, I got first turn, and uh, the Falchion, being a super heavy tank destroyer, does what it does best, and it fucks up super heavy tanks. So I uh, shot it. The, you know, the first shot of the game, of course, the Falchion at the uh, Fellblade, and uh, rolled a six, rolled a four, did ten hull points, boom, right, right out the bat. Ooh. Had it down to, down to two hall points. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. So, um, and then I fired a bunch of other stuff. I didn't do too much damage other than that. I think I stripped some hall points off a couple things. Probably got the Sakaran down by a hall point. And then, uh, yeah, he kind of fired back at me. It was largely ineffective for him. Uh, the, obviously, the Fellblade fucking didn't do much because it was snap firing. Uh, then the next turn... I finished the Fellblade off with uh, last cannon fire and uh, fired at the Spartan with the Falchion and rolled another six. <laughs> Blew the Falchion to pieces, or the, the Spartan to pieces. Uh, Pollux and his Terminators kind of, you know, walk out of the explosion fairly, pretty unscathed. Uh, there was a Primus Medicae in that squad as well. It was a pretty, pretty tough, brutal squad. And so at this point, it was just sort of like, okay, well, this is brutal, and uh, it may not be tactically super wise for me to do this, but uh, I had my Praetor fucking issue a challenge, and he the, the Spartan moved up, and the Praetor and the Terminators issued a challenge, and they, um, <clears throat> after some shooting, I, I won't lie and say that I didn't, didn't shoot the Terminator squad first, but softened them up, uh, softened them up a little bit. And I believe it was uh, turn two or turn three. I charged them with uh, my Justerin and uh, and my Praetor for an awesome showdown. Um, and uh, yeah, hoedown. And yeah, and and uh, again, I had the charge, so it did end up going in my favor. I think I lost a couple Justerin in return. Um, I can't remember if we did a challenge with Pollux and uh, the Praetor. I don't think we did because he because uh, I I know that Pollux can fucking go out initiative with a power fist and i was definitely like it's probably a bad idea for me to give my warlord just like a chance to just get instant death before he even attacks so i might just uh, not accept that challenge with my praetor and just let you kill a terminator instead um but yeah overall it was a really good game um it, it, like i said it was pretty brutal it was definitely like uh he he was not rolling particularly well i felt pretty bad but he was he was a great sport about it and he was still a lot of fun um in the end it ended up being a sons of horse victory because sons of horse are the best and uh yeah and uh <laughs> and then I, and then i think my last game uh should i get into that now or should tail go for no tail Tail to go before we get into the doubles. My game four, I felt bad for because what had happened is I guess I, I was pretty absent on the Sunday for whatever re- for my reasons, but I didn't find a matchup quick enough, and then I ended up playing Ben, the Night Lords player. Ah, uh, Ben. Yeah. Such a good guy, man. He was a great guy. We like talked a lot, but 
Um, he killed. I, I like. I helped him so that um, Savitar killed my knight. And then, but uh, yeah, it didn't go well for him. He he had like a very fluffy list. Yeah, for sure. Um, but definitely, at least in my like. At this point, you're coming with Night Lords. They're definitely not doing the greatest mm-hmm. right now in uh, in the overall meta. But yeah, I definitely don't think it was as optimized hey, as, as it could be. Night Lords are good. They can be good. You just have to kind of build. But yeah, no, he... Uh, yeah. So we played and like his glaive got one churn of shooting off before it died. And then... Uh, yeah. Then he drop pod. Like drop pod and Savitar and a Melta Squad. And then, How did you take down his glaive? Of the knight? Jeebus. I moved at 12, and then I rolled a 15 for its uh, flank speed run. So turn one, it yeah. moved 27 inches. Jeez. And it was just standing beside the glaive, and he's just like, oh! I'm like, yeah, okay. He shoots it, shoots the knight. Uh, the knight passes its invulnerable save, and then he charges it, and I roll two sixes on the damage roll. Pooped he pooped himself. Um, and then he drop potted like the two squads of like uh, night raptors, and they just got eaten. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, Poor they, they, the game was done by turn two. By turn two. By end of turn two, yeah. Jesus. The turn he dropped down, he also lost everything. Brutal. Are you serious? You killed everything that dropped down the first turn. Uh, the only thing that dropped down first turn was Sevatar and a Meltagun squad and an Anvilus. And then uh, he had the two, the uh, Night Raptor squads come down in turn two. And then I shot, uh, they, since they were so clumped up, I had like plasma cannons and I shot like 20 frag missiles into them and got Damn, 100, 100 hits. Yeah, I don't think deep striking those squads is the way to go. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah, so too, much but... point. Like those points are so, or those squads are so much many points, and all bringing them down. Yeah, and so like, uh... I'll, I'll get into it for the last round, but but uh, so yeah. I end up helping him with uh, his list because he uh, he actually had me to Facebook. So I've been helping with this list because he's got a tournament next weekend. So I gave. Oh really? Money. Yeah. So I gave. Him oh, some... you got to send me his contact, man. Yeah, totally. That's uh, so... an awesome dude. Yeah. So uh, um. I gave him a bunch of like tips and ideas for a different kind of list he's gonna take. He's like, he's like, I have like ten thousand points of night lords. I need to figure yeah, something else to do. Yeah, he's got a shitload of stuff. Yeah, I talked to him a lot that weekend. Yeah. we had we had very similar interests. I'll put yeah. it that way. <laughs> and so yeah, um, yeah. So I just helped him out with that, and so yeah, yeah. I mean, Facebook and helping with that, but yeah, my my fourth game, like, I think it was done in like four thirty five minutes. Wow. Jesus, steamroll tail, tail, yeah, man, steamroll like, people. The funny thing is, is like I, I brought the Iron Warriors because it was a tamer list. Like if I brought my White Scars army, ugh, mm, yeah, yeah. If you were that would have that White Scars army though would definitely be more for the competitive side. Yeah, I think yeah. of the in terms of its build, but yeah. yeah so round round five. We did doubles. So uh, who wants? Who wants <laughs> I can to go take first. This? I can go first. So all right, Jeremy was like, "We should be a doubles team." Oh. <laughs> so we end up playing the very new Thousand Suns art guy and Greg Burr on the Cranky Gamers World Bears. 
Oh, Greg. Yeah, he's yeah. he's now one of our bros. Yeah, yeah. Definitely glad we made that. Yeah, he was connection. awesome. And, and you better be at the September event, son. Yeah, uh, Charles. Yeah, yeah. Calling him out. Yeah, so we played them, and it was just like, yeah, they had these crazy Death Stars, but it comes down to like players and lists, and we won because uh, uh, we. Jeremy's a very strong player. Yeah, it, it. I think it was a bit one-sided for me and him to be a team at that point. Mm. Let's let's be honest. Let's yeah, it was the two the two on top, the uh, <laughs> oilists. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, they be like they killed like they killed my knight and they killed uh, my praetor again. Went on a freaking tear. He killed like five Galvorbach. Um, uh, Galvorbach. Yeah, yeah. Galvorbach. He killed like five Galvorbach. <laughs> Uh, a librarian, a chaplain, a tactical squad. Like, he's just like, Rah! he did work. Yeah, he charged he, in. He, yeah. He was one of your, your MVPs for the weekend, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was just, and normally he doesn't do shit. <laughs> that list would be brutal for Galvorback to deal with, too, because Galvorback are fucking nasty, but they're also not suited for killing, like, inf- like uh, or, or they're suited for killing infantry, sorry, not, um, Dreadnoughts and fucking yeah, yeah. like big machine things that are strength ten and instant death them. <laughs> exactly. So it, it took him like three rounds of combat to kill the knight, and the knight's just like squishing some as it's going down. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, then. Uh... And John, what? Uh, so I head hunted. I think it was Zach. Was his name? Uh, uh, the, Zach. Uh, with his, he with was his awesome. Mm-hmm. And I just look. I looked at the list, and I was like, dude. I was like, I want to be on your team. I was like, I think our armies will be super cool to to play with each other because he had the dark compliance. I had a very elite, um, low model count Sons of Horus army, and he had a dark compliance uh, Iron Warriors army with uh, some heavy some heavy support, crazy gun carriages, uh, Medusa gun carriages. And I looked at the Medusas and I looked at my Falchion and I was like, I think that'd be pretty cool to have those on the same team because they look fucking. It's gonna look badass to have these like big big heavy infantry guns uh in in unison so uh that was a really interesting game because i think initially it sort of looked like it was going to be uh in our favor heavily um but fucking we were against uh greg dan and uh his mechanicum and then i forget the gentleman's name with the uh blood angels um i think you Uh, mentioned earlier aj austin yeah, Austin, that's it. Yeah, uh, both great. Again, like great opponents, super fucking fun. Uh, yeah, and uh, so fucking Greg had a horseshoe in his bum that game, and he dropped his Ornatus uh, Archimagos dude, okay. dropped his fucking like anti-tank fucking barrage barrage thing i think it's armor bane and like plus one on the damage table fucking drop the thing on my land raider blew up my fucking land raider and a 250 or 260 point uh immediately first first shot blew up both (laughs) looks like okay that was a that was a that was a bad start yeah yeah that was that was a rough start to our game because we were kind of forced to be pretty clumped up with uh, how deployment was but then uh later on the game sort of turned into it was it was very interesting um 
uh, Austin's Blood Angels kind of aggressively pushed forward. Uh, my falchion ended up, you know, like like you would expect, focused on the fel the fell blade. Um, did some pretty serious damage to it. Ended up eventually getting a charge off with uh, my. Three, three surviving just staring from that land raider and uh fucking blowing that blowing the fell blade to all hell um dealing with a bunch of predators austin had a bunch of predators we kind of slowly whittled them whittled them down to non-existence uh mm -hmm. but austin had a um he had a uh, what the hell is that flyer called? The Snoopy Snoopy Dog flyer. Cestus uh, Assault Ram. Oh, yeah, the Cestus Assault Ram. So he had that's that fucker, Snoopy. and that thing's nasty. It looks like Snoopy, Snoopy Dog. It looks like Snoopy a Snoopy Dog. <laughs> okay. Look at it and tell me that doesn't look like a Snoopy Dog. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it came in and fucking. Uh, I mean, I largely ignored it because I didn't have a lot of AAA, -A -A, and um, and I think there was some confusion as to how the scoring was going to go, so I was less worried about it and its contents than what we probably should have been. Uh, but he had a fucking, uh, what, what do you call it, uh, Blade of Perdition, fucking like, uh, um, trying to think of a uh, command squad in there with a Praetor, just, you know, all blinged out. The fucking two wound brutal uh, <laughs> uh, swords, and uh, they ended up cutting through a bunch oh, of militia, and getting into our... mm -hmm. Yeah, so we didn't kill those. Yeah, yeah. We did eventually kill the assault ram, but we never, we didn't manage to kill it until they had already disgorged. And uh, they, they were alive at the end. They basically just cut through a bunch of militia, militia and were like kind of tied in. Uh, and uh, his. Uh, uh, Zach's um, uh, Terminators, his uh, Cyclone Terminators. Uh, sorry, what are they called again? Uh, Tyrant Siege. Yeah, Tyrant Siege Terminators were, they kind of were like trying to blow up the Assault Ram and then they were trying to blow up Rhinos or uh, the um, Predators and then they were, they were sort of like stuck next to these uh, the, the Blade of Salty Tears squad but they couldn't really do anything to them because they were like uh, on a building, so they couldn't really reach them to charge them, and probably wouldn't have wanted to anyway. So it was an it was an interesting game. Um, in the beginning, especially, like we all sort of thought it was going to be me and uh, Zach's game, and then in the end, what ended up happening was it was a much closer game than uh, it appeared it was going to be. And it was actually funny because like we're sort of figuring out how the how the points are working, and we're like, fuck, we really should have discussed this before beforehand because we sort of we realized that it would have changed our strategy a fair bit if we had realized how the how the points system was actually going to happen. Um, but uh, it did still end up being a victory for us, a, a fairly minor victory. I think it was like nine to seven or something like that. Um, and it was funny because I remember Austin on the other team. He's like, well, he's like, well, what's the point of calculating all this? It's like he's like, it's just gonna be a crushing victory either way. And I was like, dude, this is not a crushing victory. I was like, you guys are like very close to winning this game. This is super close right now. Yeah, no, it's very. Really close. Realized it was that he six was six to four. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, and it was like, it, yeah, so it was uh, it was a really good game though. And uh, like I said uh, earlier, Greg Dan was a fucking a pleasure of an opponent. Uh, very, uh, very fun guy to play with. And, um, yeah, everyone was just great. That game was, that game was fun. And, uh, yeah, it ended up being a victory for, uh, traders. So I think, uh, me and Teo went five and oh, 
both of us. Yeah, we did. It's interesting. Yeah, you guys did. And before we get to that, I I actually did get to play in this last round because uh, both Andy and Callum from Greetings of the Warp, they uh, they had a few other guys there with them and wanted to catch a show. So both of them dropped. And with Scott also dropping, um, I got to step in for the traders and got paired off with Ben. And Ben and I went up against uh, Nicholas uh, with his Thousand Sons and uh, Mark with his Imperial Fists. And definitely a super awesome game. Like, I couldn't have uh, asked for, you know, better opponents and and also to be paired up with Ben. Um, And, you know, definitely a super fun game in the end. we definitely got steamrolled. Like there is a lot. It was a lot of fun getting wiped out. I definitely had some fun going up against Magnus and just throwing like forty thralls at him to try to slow him down. <laughs> and you know, hashtag Magnus the thrall killer. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, just by the end, definitely. Like I was glad that I got to play Mark. He was super fun. Definitely a super like hilarious dude and uh nicholas like as you for like a great opponent like he definitely definitely knew that he like thousand sons are powerful but you know just in the way that he was playing and like his if i was gonna if we were doing sportsman's votes i definitely would have thrown votes to nicholas and just the way that he was like you know don't even worry about that like just like he definitely could have stomped and taking more advantage but we me and ben were definitely already you know getting hosed and like i don't know he was just an awesome dude to actually play against and uh having fun playing with ben it was you know we definitely it was one of those things most of ben's army was like he had the glaive on the table and then everything else was coming in drop pod so i'm all my whole army is deployed and he's just got his glaive and it's hiding behind cover. So basically I'm standing out there with my dick in the wind, just weathering the fire until not the your dick, not the dick in your mouth. No, it wasn't totally in my mouth at that point. Uh, later on in the game, maybe, but uh, yeah, it was definitely fun to, uh, to get in and, and play that game. Like the, uh, the one thing, though, that I felt is that in terms of the special, like all of these missions had extreme special rules to the point where some of them definitely needed to be toned down. <laughs> but uh, yeah. in that one, I felt like it was, it didn't, I don't, like basically it was like the end of the battle, the the planet that we're on is breaking apart. So you had all these melt-a-blasts basically that were around the table and, in the end, yeah, I you can select where they landed. Yeah, I thought that instead of small blast, they probably should have been large blast to affect them more, or maybe have more of them. It it seemed like just having six small blasts on a six by four table really like didn't. I give thought the placement of them was it. weird. I thought the placement yeah. was really weird. I kind of thought it was like it just should have been like you know. You place one each 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 turn. Someone places one, and then it scatters or whatever, and yeah, it's just it, to represent something falling from the atmosphere. Totally, or <laughs> breaking up from underneath or whatever. But you know, all of this stuff is just it's good uh, lessons. And, 
you know, mm-hmm. in future events. And like even that first mission that we did on day one with the movement, like we we're going to reuse that mission because I think it's really awesome, but tone down <laughs> the movement. Well, and yeah, things. I think I've, I've designed those missions already actually. And yeah, just, uh, yeah, I basically just took uh, the core of them and significantly Redesign. toned them down. Redesigned. But uh, no, it was definitely awesome. And in the end, uh, sadly, Ben and I weren't able to add additional points to uh, the traders and, uh, by the, by that point, that was the the end of the tournament, and uh, we also did bonus missions as well, which we didn't. player got uh, a sheet of missions. They were like additional missions that you could complete during any point of the of the weekend. So it could be like kill a primer or kill a character in in hand to hand combat or take out like some apothecaries or things like that. Um, so with all of that added up, um, the loyalists ended up taking the weekend with a, with 401 points versus 341. So definitely a solid thing. And that, that definitely happened more on day one because they were very, very close after, uh, or sorry, happened more on day two because day one they were a lot closer together uh and i think a lot of that was bonus points as well the the playlist got a lot more bonus points than the yeah i scored every single one of the bonus points yeah you and in the end uh both john and teo ended up getting best loyalist and best trader um you know i thought it was pretty funny when we were doing the awards and uh, I announced that <laughs> you know people were just joking around but just yelling out like it's rigged <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely no tweaking of scores or anything you guys both put in solid performances and and uh, you know crushed your enemies saw them driven before you and heard the levitation of the women um, but uh, you know definitely Awesome, we did. So you guys each got uh, a, a prize donated by uh, Frontline Gaming, and then we also did uh, a random draw. So we took you guys out of that running and rolled. And uh, two, I, I actually didn't mark these down, and my memory is like a goldfish. Do you guys remember who ended up walking away with those? I have a feeling maybe it was Zach, and I don't know. I can't remember. So <laughs> two, two oh, other guys water. got gifts. And then we also had um, the Wooden Spoon event, or event award that went to uh, the person with the lowest score. And, uh, and that went to our boy Ben, <laughs> who definitely had an amazing weekend and had tons of fun, but came, came in at the, the bottom of the rung. So hopefully uh, that prize helped him... Uh, work to future hopefully he'll do better in this uh in this event that he's going to this weekend but yeah in the end like every single one of these guys was amazing um like there are some fucking amazing paint jobs uh and one that was really hard for me that you know uh it wasn't ben jesus uh who's the other night uh andrew and his oh the armored break holy shit like all the lightning effects that he did on those were just 
absolutely those were beautiful amazing. yeah the um the like actual sheen effect that he had going on too that was the coolest looking night lord's army we've ever seen in person for yeah, sure i've definitely not seen that kind of effect and one of one of the coolest games that i saw was russell and his and the imperial russell and mark playing the uh mark yeah it was like tank on tank action like pretty much all of mark's imperial fists were all in tanks and then russell brought a pure armored breakthrough um emperor's children list and the pictures that i got from that were just fucking unbelievable i've never seen so many fucking tanks on one board before there's just so many cool and very nicely painted armies too mark's army was gorgeous yeah there and and that's like you know that's what we want to see these events right that's why i go to these events why i want to put these on is seeing like all these fucking amazing armies you know i I thought it was you know things i think there there could have there's definitely things that i learned that We're losing AJ to the warp again. Yeah, you got you The warp keeps taking you, bud. <laughs> Damn it! Um, I'm just saying, like you know, there's definitely every single time we run one of these things, there's things that we learn about how we want to improve, and you know, that's just going to make every future event even better. And you know, I can only hope that every event that we run has like guys like we had at this event, because you know amazing dudes that came out um it was uh it was great you know i don't know if you guys have anything else to to add to the actual tournament but uh i had a blast you know just walking around recording seeing all these games going on it was every time i go to these things just seeing all these different armies just gets me super inspired to get yeah it was awesome um You still there, AJ? Did you die? I am. Am I here? Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, now you're, now you're here. <laughs> so yeah, after we we dished out the awards, we took like a little bit of a, a break, ran back to the hotel, and then we had the pleasure of go, going out for dinner with uh, the one and only Greg Dan. And fuck, that was a lot of fun. Just yeah. sitting around, having burgers, chatting about lore and... You know what we were thinking was coming during the week weekender, oh, and we were so right. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. There's definitely, for sure. I don't think any of us could have predicted the changes that were going to happen to book eight. But uh, you know, definitely super cool to to spend some time with Greg. Like I've been listening to his podcast for uh, what I think it's like almost four years now, and before that, the Imper- or after Ulinor and. You know, I totally thought that they weren't doing those, and now I've gotten to binge on After Eleanor for the last, you know, I don't know, since I got back. I still have one more to catch up on. I keep, like, there's something about a British voice, and it's not Dan's voice. It's just, like, any British voice. I listen to them when I go to bed. And so, basically, Greg Dan's been, like, lulling me to sleep every single night, listening to Betrayal and Heresy and Brother on Brother Crime, so... Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it was awesome. Like, that was a great dinner. And, um, you know, basically, we just had an early night after that. I think we were all just fucking wasted, tired. Yeah. 
so yep. done at that point. Standing on your feet all day and just walking around playing games. Heavy drinking, heavy breathing. There was a lot of heavy breathing, for sure. <laughs> and then, yeah, basically early Hashtag night, heavy Sunday breathing. night. We all went to bed like, like <laughs> and then early. Yeah. yeah, we went to bed super early. And then there was like, I don't know, what time did we get up at like 5 o'clock or earlier? 4.30. Early. Uh, get... Then we had an oil tycoon be like, you guys aren't leaving Las Vegas, are you? It's too early. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, think, I think he was an oil tycoon. And <laughs> yeah, that going through, going out of Vegas that early in the morning, the Vegas airport is so fucking obnoxious. Oh, I don't God. know if you guys Ugh. remember that, of just like yeah. how loud it was and all like the so videos playing. And... Hearing Pitbull again in the airport. Oh, God. Yeah, John's, like, veins in his forehead were just about to burst seeing Pitbull. <laughs> that fucking and, uh, message from sorry. Boys of the Golden Throne to Pitbull, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyone of you guys buy Pitbull concert tickets, you're disowned from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have to resist. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, Flight home to Victoria, all part Oh, of that was a not a cool flight, man. Me and Jeremy both wrestled with that. That was there was a lot of turbulence on that flight that was not pleasant. From, there was a lot of dropping from Seattle to to Victoria. Yeah, you, you haven't had yeah. turbulence. That was all right. It was pretty bad for yeah. someone who doesn't like turbulence. It was pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then. Yeah, you guys got home in like 12 hours, and it took me three days of travel. <laughs> I just remember uh, getting to. I don't know, you do that. Back to Amsterdam, and I was like a shell of a human being. I luckily found like this lounge chair that I was able to pass out for a few hours <laughs> in my five hour layover, but I was just like. <laughs> was just hating hating life at that point like after so many days of travel it was not not cool but uh all worth it you know it was all worth it in the in the long run it's what i do for gaming (laughs) but yeah definitely an awesome trip boys like i had so much fun with you guys it was uh you know definitely something we'll have to again in the future lvo was definitely a life-changing experience for me in many ways (laughs) yes Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything to add? It's kind of, you know. It, uh, we off I, I just wanted to say it, it was it, awesome. It, 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 <laughs> I miss you guys. I'll say that. I'll miss you, man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, I miss man. you guys, too. It's definitely like a – it was like an overload of fun for a weekend. And, like, so for me, that trip was um, really awesome. And I don't necessarily want to go back next year. But oh, no, I want, but I want to go back again. That's the thing. Like uh, the the I did like Vegas. I did like the setting. It's unique and weird. And like, um, though I'm, you know, though I the, I think that like no matter where we would go, it would be fun. Uh, the the backdrop of Las Vegas was a pretty cool thing to to You're see. You're gonna bring Dino though next time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah, fun, I, I I don't think any of us will be going back next year. Like we've got other other things that we want to we want to do, and it's you know I think 
the main reason that I stepped up and and ran the event was because there wasn't going to be a, a narrative. And I, I, David and I talked a lot about this at the end of the event. And I think, you know, one of the things that there's definitely down in numbers from last year's RC, and I think that's because of Eighth Edition, and a lot of people migrated to, back to Eighth. But I think by I think it's also because of Adapticon too, though. I feel like Adapticon sort of had just more of a. Um, more of a reputation for 30k it seems like a lot of people just chose adepticon over lvo is, yeah. is my impression um, but I, one of the things david and i talked about was like i think next like what he i think david's gonna plan on doing the event next year and instead of having two events just do like just one, one yeah just narrative event and lean more towards the narrative side of things and you know we kind of stepped up because there wasn't gonna be a narrative and then Sadly, the the gentleman that was going to put on the competitive event, uh, you know, life came in the way and he wasn't able to do it. So Dan and I, you know, yeah. split and he took the, the competitive and I took the narrative. And I think, and it was, you know, just have, having one would be a lot better. It, uh, it was interesting bigger. seeing the meta for the championship. And, like, for the most part, it looked pretty cool. I mean, um, I found it a little, little interesting. It was definitely like, okay, well, there was four custode players that went over to the competitive, right? Yeah. Um, and no looking at some of those lists were pretty nasty. Like, some of those lists were definitely like, ugh. Like, uh, to the credits of the custode players, though, I I definitely asked every single one of them if they had a, a three-rollable, re-rollable uh, shield on their guys, and uh, most of them did not um, because most of them had Valdor. But <laughs> I, I will give them that, that, like... Like that was cool because, like for me, it was definitely like I'm gonna judge you heavily if you have that. So, um, but uh, but I think that speaks to sort of uh, the the meta being a little bit different. Um, but I also think that if you're running in an event and you're and you're looking at it, you're just you know spelling it out like, hey, this is uh, not hyper competitive. Um, you know, strong lists are cool, but uh, <laughs> fluffy lists are bad. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Well, fluffy, fluffy lists. strong lists are good. That's the thing. Fluffy, fluffy strong lists are fine. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I liked, I liked the mixture of the stuff that we had in the narrative. I did not necessarily see all the lists, but I did see a few lists in the in the championship that I was just like, oh, that would not be a fun list to play against. Hoop nasties, fucking white scars. Holy shit. Or yeah, they're very nice. Beautiful, beautiful very nice. I have. I have seen in a very long time. Well, that, that, that fucking cool. Alpha Legion army, too, man, on that display board there. Oh, the two-layer cool. display board, that was a beautiful yeah, army. That was badass. The, the guy who had been on the 30K channel with his uh, Imperial Fist. There were a lot of gorgeous armies. Andy. You're talking about Andy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, boys, you know, awesome, awesome times. I miss you both. And I feel like the next time we get together, there's going to be like the Chariots of Fire song going in the, <laughs> gonna be in awesome, the background. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> As we run towards each other to embrace. Yeah. I'm, tear I'm tearing my clothes off as it's happening. Yeah, what are you talking about? You won't have clothes to begin with, Teo. We all know this. <laughs> no, it, 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 I like the idea of it. Like it, it is like just his shirt is like unbuttoning itself. Like his like he's wearing that same <laughs> shirt. It's like getting lower and lower. 
<laughs> oh shit yeah awesome time i can't wait for the next uh bocce tea trip oh yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun oh fuck yeah yeah where yeah. will it take us where in the world is the bocce tea going next uh. <laughs> no i'm really looking forward to it and i'm really looking forward to september and it's gonna be awesome to see you guys again and, and I'm, I'm obviously looking forward to the bocce tea mini but uh, i i'm really looking forward to yeah. you getting back here AJ. yeah Soon enough, I'm 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 past my my halfway point, boys. So what, what month are you back? Every day is May May Fair. We're May 18th, and we've got like filler up is booked the the gaming spot for I think it's like the 24th, maybe. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Welcome like home that. party for you. Yeah, welcome home. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah, but that's gonna be yeah. good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, cool. Fun. All right, uh, we'll, we'll be back and we'll close. We'll end this pig. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back. Sorry. And we're back. Uh, that is. This is a long episode, guys. It's a long a, ramble. It's a long ramble. <laughs> Every time John's on, it's always a little rambly. Well, he's the rambling man. You and I are also. Man. I guess I guess we're just adding a third rambler. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, AJ, take us, uh, finish it up for us. Finish us off. All right. I love I love the the finish. All right. <laughs> so we've got uh, the Bachi T Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we have two spots left to the Victoria Studio. Uh, uh, Victoria Studio, the CK Studios class in Victoria in July. So if you want to learn some airbrushing techniques, sign yourself up. Uh, got two two spots left, so get in there. We have the Bot GT Mini coming up March 10th. You uh, have to get your tickets by what day, John? March 3rd? The 3rd, yep. 3rd, so get on that. Uh, big shout-outs to our... Uh, you know, all of our guests that were part of the last round uh, got Scott at RFI. Check them out. If you're not listening to RFI and you're listening to us, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, Greg Dan at the Imperial Truth and after Ulanor, you can also listen to Greg put you to sleep as well at night like me. And not because it's boring, just because of that sweet, sweet Myrmidon voice. And, th- of course, we've got greetings from the Warp. Check them out. Their bat reports and everything on YouTube. We also... Get your tickets for Heresy Camp, September 19th through 23rd. You want to learn another, air, do another airbrush course? Come down to Heresy Camp. Go see see Ryan Kimmel in the flesh with his short shorts that we're going to bring down for him. With I'm thinking glitter, like some glitter on it, maybe some rhinestones. <laughs> no, something like that. Did it say stud on the butt? Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Don't even. Don't even tempt me with shit like that. Every time he sits down, he's like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, check us out. Check you out. Check other people out. And, uh, you know, next next episode, we will be, oh, what am I talking about? The Royal Flush. Tickets go on sale March 10th. So get your tickets. Sign up for Citizen Soldier. We want to see you there September 8th and 9th. Can't wait. That's going to be a big and one, man. That's not one you're going to want to miss. Bring your short shorts. Get them ready. And, uh, boys, you got anything else before we end this pig? 
Uh, I just wanted to. I wanted to say uh, thanks to. I, I forgot to call him out earlier. Thanks to uh, Lucas for sending me that uh, Sigismund base listener, Lucas, and hooking me up. Lucas, your pimp. Pimp. Uh, and so, just uh, uh, keep looking out for uh, great bot GT content coming out for this year. Uh, as like I said in the last few episodes, we're working on some video content, and that will be coming fairly shortly, actually. So. Just watch out for it. We'll give you guys more information right. on the YouTube and everything will be on there when that comes out. Cool. All right, guys. We'll see you in a bit.